The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Broadway Media, Exactware, The Salt Lake Tribune, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Hey, thanks for choosing Geek Show Podcast. We appreciate it. You have chosen wisely. We want to thank our sponsors that help pay for our party, and you should thank them too. PC Laptops. They can fix any brand of PC, give you a free diagnostic and virus malware scan. Find them at PCLaptops.com. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. They're open seven days a week. Your hold is free and gives you a 10% discount off purchases over $20. Cabin Fever in historic Trolley Square in Salt Lake. From meek to freak to geek, gift giving is now easy for the weirdo on your list. It's Cabin Fever. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive. Classic arcade games at classic prices. And our new friends at Newmont University, where 88% of students land a job in technology before they've even graduated. Learn more at newmont.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Again, thanks to all of our sponsors. Let them know that they have chosen wisely. When you see them, tell them Geek Show says hey. Uh, let the trek bashing begin. Who would have ever thought that Shannon would be the grounded one? My boys actually swim a little bit too good. Oh. We've learned about grandma and plagiarism. I'm today. not a blueberry. Feel paralyzed. It's all and it's biting leads to sex. Fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame on me. Do you have gills? Do you know anybody with gills? Kevin Costner. You contrarian son Kevin of a bitch. Yeah. We're back to this? We're back to this. Geekshowpodcast.com and we are back in the basement. Wahoo! Yes, sir, Mr. Jackson. In full effect, Hooray. sir. <laughs> rubble, rubble, rubble. Full effect. I don't know. I run DMC's <laughs> playing, so I just kind of channeled an old school. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's uh, quickly meet the panel, and then we'll get this thing over with, because that's our battle cry here at Geek Show Podcast. Let's get it over I with! I think that's rather nihilistic. <laughs> <laughs> Going around the table, Jimmy Martin, everyone. Hello! Uh, watch me on KUTV every Saturday and Sunday morning. Uh, 8 a.m. Oh no, 7 to 8. And then uh, Big Movie Mouth Off is on Xfinity every uh, day at 6.30 p.m. and on their on-demand system. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Jay Whitaker, who is touring everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean everywhere. I, I hear you're playing the country club out in Magna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ever, I'm everywhere you want to be. Like a visa. Like a visa. Guys, I have no idea. I'm still getting the logistics of this gig, but I'll be in Vernal this day after uh, Thanksgiving. Just Dinosaur Land USA? Yep. Black That's, Friday. I, are you literally. just at somebody's house? Or? No, I, I know it's a legit gig. It's at the Dinosaur Park. And, um, so you're saying the people in Vernal wanted to book something special for Black Friday? Yeah, this is this is this. Is, I'm it. I'm it. <laughs> you are you are the Black Friday special. Yeah, I am in the Black Friday special. I have. I'm still as as of right now. I don't have a, the location, but I'm, I know I will I'm, be there. I'm almost tempted to drive to Vernal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's only about an hour, a little over an hour. Yeah, away. it's not. A, it's not you, you, well, there's a shortcut through Spanish Fort Canyon. I'll have to tell you about. Yeah, but I have, <laughs> and that's the last time we saw Jay. Ah! <laughs> I know. Uh, we'll but s- yeah, it's 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 it is out. In the middle of nowhere. Yes, but hey, we, you know, Bill's got to get paid. That's right. And um, I, I'm I'm excited to do it. I just need to figure out the location. So what you can do is follow me on Twitter at Token J, or check out my new website, jwhitakercomedy.com. I updated it, and it's got a little contact section. People have been emailing me some shit, and it's funny because I'm opening, I'm gonna create a page where I'm gonna answer all the letters, and it's pretty. 
Some of the shit y'all ask is retarded, and I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. My friend Brittany lives out in uh, Vernal, and uh, she's, she's always complaining there's nothing to do. And so, that there's no black people there. And that there are no black people. They spe- they, I'm, they're they airdropping me in like I'm Wolverine it's and like, Hulk versus. Vernal is very excited, but kind of nervous. <laughs> they, they, they thought, at that dinosaur park, they thought black people were extinct. Yeah. The, the, nice, the nice part is there's about 100 trailer harpies that now have something to do on Friday. That's right. <laughs> they're uh, their newsletter is going to come out. And it's going to be like, now remember, we got to lock our doors this weekend. Yep. <laughs> oh, <man>. Exactly. <laughs> no, they're going to... Uh, fuck you. <laughs> question, yeah. question, that's a better you, response. Questions you might have about the colored that's coming to visiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're going to they're gonna airdrop me like, like Captain America. I'm just going to jump out with no parachute. Yeah. Now, now here's, the, here's a list of terms we can no longer use. <laughs> um, dark. Uh, um, colored. It's yeah. getting dusky outside. <laughs> Retarded. Yes, that one too. So it was that one. They're yeah. going to make sure you don't go by the last open Sambos that's, uh, in, in, in the world. <laughs> Even in the South, they don't have them. But uh, Vertle, my Vertle. Vertle's there. That's a clan treasure. <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. Yeah, just, it. I will, I will God just. God damn it. So says. the moral of the story is don't say the R word and follow no. me on Twitter. Yes. At Token yes. J. Thank you. I, and I will just say this. Do not. I mean, tread lightly out there. I will. Because them fucking rednecks. I'm telling you right now. I lived out in Roosevelt for a little over a year. Them fucking rednecks Why? are looking for an ex- I did radio out there. Country radio, of all things. In the middle of a cow pasture, and I'm not exaggerating. You're um, uh, But those fucking rednecks j- are just looking for an excuse to fuck somebody up. So oh, please. I get along with rednecks. You do. You I really do. I thought you were going to say they're looking for an excuse to <laughs> hang out with a guy and drink some beers. And have some beverages. Jay's going to put on makeup like white chicks. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to look like Iggy Azalea, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's see. Down here on the end of the table is uh, Scott Pierce, everyone. Hi. Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> He's spry. Oh, that's insulting. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's untrue and also insulting. Uh, read his stuff uh, at uh, sltrib.com. sltrib.com. Or buy the damn paper. That's even better. Click right. on click on the story. Click, 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 click. If you can find them, because with our fabulous new website, yeah. you pretty much have to go on and search for my name. Oh, jeez. Well, spell it. Yeah. It's similar to your uh, Twitter feed spelling. Can I make a link to on my website to yours? I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I, no, I, I think I could do that. Yeah, science. I'll do it. Science. But they were making fun. My offspring were making fun of me the other day because somebody posted something a funny video on my facebook timeline and i commented that i have no idea how to do that and my daughter suggested that she would spend the weekend teaching me how facebook works oh <laughs> but she didn't some some uh, some alone time together you know some quality time yeah. <laughs> all right thank you scott pierce uh yes lee george cade hi lesus 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 that's that's actually spilled over into my professional life now well, you are <laughs> somebody come into the restaurant on Tuesday and say, "Feed me, Lises. <laughs> Baptize me in tofu." Well, he is the spiritual advisor for Geek Show Podcast. Yes, yes. I, I would love for you to come see me at my restaurant, Fresh Eatery, at one forty-five East, thirteen hundred South, Suite two hundred one, and uh, I'll answer all your questions about anything, whether it's food, dating advice, uh, what you should do for the holidays, oh, uh, whether or not advice. you should actually talk to your, your your estranged father. These are all questions that I've answered in the last week. I, so, I need to come in. Uh, yeah, like please now. do. Please <laughs> do. Thanks got, for talking to me. I, I'm happy to help you out with your chlamydia problem. But, no, fuck oh, no, that. No, 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 that. How are you going to help with that? I, I, can, I can tell you some places that you can go to get help. You ain't uh, talking so, to me. No. So. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. Anyway, and I uh, also decided... 
I like, my I like my chlamydia exactly how it is. In a non, I don't need it In change. a non-chlamydia related field, I am starting a blog soon because I have what? about 5,000 questions that need answering. Oh. Because I get these all the time now. So. Are you, are you calling it Lisa's or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Just ask Lisa's. Lisa speaks. Yeah, Dr. Lisa's. Dr. Lisa's. Dr. Lisa's. Dr. Lisa's, not a doctor. That's the name of the book. <laughs> right there. Oh, that damn food ghost came and saw me again. Every day is a food ghost in my house. <laughs> Folks, go back to the San Diego Comic Con episodes. <laughs> Dr. Reefer. Dr. To Reefer. To understand those references. They're the food ghost. You know, we really do need this, this show needs some sort of historian some sort of no we need we need the guys know. that develop the simpson app to do a geek show app. Yes. <laughs> show so you just references. type in yeah, dr sure Reaper, they work and cheap. it'll pull up oh sure some kind of companion podcast that you listen to at the same time as this podcast so you'd have geek show in one ear and the companion podcast in the other ear, and like pop-up video yeah. in, in one ear it would be boop Referencing the San Diego Comic-Con edition of the Geek Show podcast, where Dr. Reefer <laughs> played prominently for two hours. <laughs> that racist joke what was told three years ago. What these talking about now is, yes. yeah. why Geek Show hates Eskimos. Yeah. <laughs> there was that one Episode time that, two. Yeah. Blueberries. See the reference in the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Full Whitaker. Full Whitaker. <laughs> Limerita Saga. <laughs> Just have to, we need something like that. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, hey, Mister B. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Barnes and everyone That's off kind of... off uh, working at the Sev. I imagine uh, for a few days. Yeah. That's Is good. It, isn't your holiday rum springer coming up? <laughs> I wish. I'm, <laughs> I'm fresh out of give a fucks. <laughs> All right? oh, I am. I am right there with you. You know when it snows, the grocery stores always run out of give a fucks. Yeah, I have so many fucks. I just to don't give. fucking get shit anymore at all. Like this fucking world. Like what, honey? So for like Robin Williams kills himself. Yeah, right? yeah. Fucking Bill fucking Cosby's a rapist. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? These the comments are reflective on? only of the person who says them for those of us who don't want to be sued for libel or slander. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's Bill a, Cosby's allegedly a rapist. Ha <laughs> ha. I just hate I'm that, just that just those allegations came out after I saw him because it would have been more awkward yeah. to, to watch that show. That's, that, that's, well, that, you wouldn't have seen him. That's the yeah, thing. Right. Is it, you know, he still gets standing ovation. He's still getting standing ovation. He's still like selling out shows. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing is that those when those allegations came out originally... I was surprised that nobody made a bigger deal. Yeah. Eight years ago. When they settled the lawsuit, I, I didn't hear a word about it. Not How a word. I not hear a word about it? And Good now, lawyers. Hannibal Burris yeah. does a routine. And it was... And it goes viral. Yeah. Boom. And it was a, it was a solid... It was a solid routine, by the way. Like, I, I mean, I Hannibal saw. is that where it all came from? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't that's know that. how it. That's how it all. It was like a. It just kind of went yeah. viral. Hannibal yeah. did a routine. It was a couple of months ago. Yeah, and uh, it went viral, and boom! Now suddenly everyone's aware. Thank yeah. you, internet. Fucking comedians. <laughs> I know, right? Fucking Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just fucked. It's fucked up. God, what? How, how am I going to be when I go? Listen, son, everything will be fine. If you just drink your drink here, with just, don't, don't look at the little pill in the, the drink. The it's not, make you just drink it. It'll make you forget all the bad stuff. It gives you disease and disease and disease. <laughs> These are the worst Cosby impressions I've ever These heard. These are incredible Cosby impressions. Why are you saying Aziz over and over? Now I want you to put in this boarding pop. Remember House of Cosby's? Yes. <laughs> Go online and, and look up House of Cosby. Now they need to add well, Perry is referencing <laughs> a Saturday Night Live. So. <laughs> it's uh, it's also another way back uh, episode. House of Cosby's. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you, Lee. <laughs> oh, please continue that. 
I'm loving it. It's it's the new Dyson show. <laughs> Dyson show. See the last episode. Right. Oh, 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 oh. I, got, I have Tony. to bring this up. Huh. There is nothing weirder than somebody coming into the restaurant to listen to an episode. Oh, really? That's what? Kinda I, it's kind of fun because every once in a while he look up and be like, yeah, I'm listening to you while I'm listening to you. And I'm like, okay. And then he'd start laughing. And then he'd laugh some more. Just sitting in the corner. Just, I'm like, asshole, you can just talk to me. No, he's, he, was, he was a super cool guy, but it was a really... I'm not an experience. animal in the zoo. I am a person. He's just sitting there. He's like, look at it. <laughs> Don't feed him. <laughs> well, That's be fun. careful what you feed him because he's picky. <laughs> <laughs> the best part The best part is I've actually gotten in contact with Kyrie, the, the girl who did the Dyson show drop right mm-hmm. before Broken News. And she's like, I love your show. Oh, good. <laughs> she loves the show. She's like, oh, yeah, because she, she followed us and, yeah. and we immediately followed her yeah, back. Yeah, she's really cool. Too tall, Tony, everyone. Designated driver and producer of the podcast. This is my Bill Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good, huh? (laughs) You don't even sound like at all. You sound like you're Mexican. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, man, I'm Bill Cosby, man. This is my Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> you want some jello? You want some jello? Jello or cold? Or perhaps a pineapple? You see? Take your pictures with your Kodak films. <laughs> you see, S.A. No. I like pudding. All right. There is there is a latest story on Cosby here. Is this the oh, one on, on Deadline? An NBC fixer. employee says that he paid off eight women, at least eight women, Using his name so that it wouldn't be tied to Cosby during well, the time that he was at he, NBC. He is a terrible fixer, isn't he? And this is uh, this well, is, no. That means because a, nobody. I mean, he is now because he's talking about it. But apparently, because the payments were in his name, you know, they they weren't tied back to him. They weren't tied back. They Ugh. couldn't trace. You couldn't follow is, the money. Uh, this is a deadline story. That's crazy. Nikki Fink is pretty good. <laughs> Mm. All right. I think Deadline stole it from Variety. Oh, they did? All right. Oh, give give me just a little. Some more? Uh, Yeah, just a tiny bit. We we have a host. host. Yeah. Our host wants more volume. Boop, boop. Gary Jackson. I <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, uh, X96. That's X96.com if you're out of state. Speaking of out of state, I uh, just got back from New York City. New just, York. just flew in, huh? Just New flew York, in. Is your arms York. tired? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I, <laughs> no I, I flew on a plane. I didn't. Oh. All right. Uh, rich folk. But we got, <laughs> I know, right? we got friends uh, who listen to this show on the East Coast who drove... Like as far away as DC, just to come and say hi. Oh, wow, awesome! Uh, it was very cool. Uh, Paulo from DC and Brian the wine guy. Uh, oh, yeah. came in from yeah. upstate. He's he's come to visit us many times, <laughs> but he came in from upstate and uh, just to say hi. Uh, so how cool is that? It's pretty that rad. Cool. So thank very you very cool. much, you guys. And uh, while Dyson I was show. while I was out there, Dyson show. I was out there. Uh, I. I feel bad because I didn't get a chance to do this. Avengers Station Exhibition. Where is that at? It's in Times Square. Uh, Uh, What what does Station stand for? Well, of course, everything is an acronym. Uh, Scientific Training and Tactical Intelligence Operative Network. Man, they really wanted to spell Station. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A tactical intelligence, uh, let's see, is a completely interactive experience that brings visitors into the cinematic world of Marvel's The Avengers. This exhibit will uh, provide a first-hand look at intelligence files, classified studies, experiments... Uh, that explore the history and scientific orig- origins of uh, the Avengers, including Iron Man, the Hulk, Captain America, Thor, and more. It has been open for a couple of months now, and when I got there, there was no waiting. 
Hmm. It was a ghost town. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, and I just didn't have time to go through. The girl said, "Yeah, if you hurried, you could do forty-five. It'd take forty-five minutes." I, I just don't have the time. I got to yeah. get to. I got to have to forty-five minutes. I didn't have time. So, if one of our East Coast friends of the program uh, has been how to long, that, how long has it been open? A couple of months now, and uh, I imagine it's going to be closing soon. I would think. Oh. But uh, well, I mean, oh. I would like to know if anyone. We all know the origins. It's like. But this is supposed to be educational because it's actually like that's why it's empty. It's, <laughs> it's connected. Kids with, are like, oh fuck, I'm gonna learn shit. I don't want to uh, go in there. It's 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 connected with. Isn't the, that what people say to you a lot? Yeah. With uh, the Discovery Channel, so it's supposed to be semi-educational. But anyway, there you go. Uh, but then there is this. Speaking of science fiction, I saw Book of Mormon. Uh, I'm jealous. That's science. It's. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> Um, I'm telling you, this is this is coming to Salt Lake City, and, and we've there are touring companies around the nation. If you get a chance, absolutely go. Yeah. And Salt Lake City, prepare. Uh, you you know you say you have a good idea, a good sense of humor about things. You really do. You say we can take a ribbing. Yeah. I don't think you're ready. It's, <laughs> it's going to punch him right because I didn't think it was that bad, and frankly, I think. If anybody, let's see, who have you seen it? Yes. Okay. Who would be more offended by this, Tony or Jay? I pick Jay because I think it's wildly racist. I I think it hits every mark, and I I love it. I think it's great, but it's wildly, (laughs) it's wildly racist. Scott loves a wildly racist show. Well, it's. I mean, (laughs) no, but that'd be great if that was on the poster. Wildly racist. I love it, Scott Pierce. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, I hated it. Tony Eccles. Uh, Man, no, fuck them. Jay Whitaker. <laughs> no, it's 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 the standard of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. It, mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. the and I kind of go back to the George Carlin of you know you can joke about anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing is held sacred. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I well I, it, and and you're right, Scott. It is, but here in Utah, that that is not the part they're going to be focusing. There on. There are a oh, lot of no. black people in this play. Oh, there are. I well, they, the the plot is is two Mormon missionaries get sent to Uganda. Oh God, damn. where life is wonderful. Do they get Ebola? Uh, no, <laughs> pre Ebola. Oh, pre Ebola. <laughs> There's a lot of AIDS <laughs> jokes. Uh, but. Yeah, I just, I don't know if you're ready, Utah. I really well, don't. I mean, because I heard you guys talking about it on the radio, and after you guys were done, I immediately went to Spotify and listened to the entire uh, sound, you know, I say soundtrack, but you know, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Broadway recording. recording. Yeah. And uh, and if you, <laughs> for all those fan, uh, people out there listening, if you like uh, Josh Gad's Frozen Olaf, uh, listen to him say some more fucked up shit <laughs> in the same voice as Olaf in, in Book of Mormon. But uh, no, like it's, I love it. The fact that it's taken this long to get to Salt Lake City. Well, no, I don't think it's. I mean, it well, hasn't really traveled that oh, much has, yet. There so, are uh, there are a couple of touring groups, and I heard three. Yeah, but we're building a theater so that is we can, that the theater is going to so be in, so that we can handle it. Oh yeah. Jesus! I you know for for the number of references that are in there about Utah and Salt Lake City, I mean, I could see this just being a permanent show <clears> and just like a tourist destination. Like, oh, while you see the Temple Square, be sure to go see the Book of Mormon down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about confusing. Yeah. Well, that's my other thing, too. I know, I bet you at least once every performance, someone will walk in, couple, you know, a Mormon couple, not knowing what it is, and be horribly oh, yeah. fucking offended I, by oh, yeah. it. I think they're going to know exactly what it is. I'm not, I'm not I, disagreeing I with you, Carrie, yeah. on the... On the that people are going to be, but I, I don't think those people are going to go. No, 
No, they probably won't. They, yeah, but wait, but they'll be the ones that yell the loudest and yes. they hadn't even seen they'll it. They'll be the ones who exactly. say, you know, that movie is horribly racist or that movie is this and that. And like, oh, did you watch it? No. Exactly. And just like the people who complained about Dogma, I didn't see it, but, yeah, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think you're right about that. But, uh, you know, put up, put up signs that just say, like, you know, hey, this is... Not, this is you know this has a lot of material that may uh, some people may find offensive. You mean dogma that stunningly moving affirmation of faith? Yeah, because exactly. that's actually what it was. That's what it was. It was all about the hypocrisy and of faith of organized religion and the power of faith. And in a way, Book of Mormon does Lisa's. the same thing. Yep, <laughs> Doctor Lisas. I mean, to me, the most hilarious parts are the parts that. And oh god, people. <laughs> Parts that seem batshit crazy but are true. Mm-hmm. You know, the song where we talk about, yeah. you know, yeah. how we, you know, we believe that Jews traveled over here and <laughs> oh, in boats. And that it's, the it's, Garden of Eden was in uh, yeah. Jackson County, Missouri. I mean, all that stuff <laughs> is actually correct doctrine. And the way it plays is freaking <laughs> hilarious. Well, they do it well. I mean, there's a song in there called like Salt Lake City. Yeah, and my favorite line there goes, "Oh, I bet the people over there are really uh, uh, open and, and accepting, or something like that." You know, and I'm just like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> you know, and then a uh, cat's favorite song actually is, uh, "Was it Turn It Off?" Uh, it's about was it if you're feeling feelings that you shouldn't be feeling, just turn it off. Turn it off like a light switch. Yeah, you know, don't worry about it anymore. <laughs> just don't. It's a great Mormon trick. Yeah. That, the Mormon gay song. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That was also the that was also the uh, hi, I'm a nice girl and I'm going to date Lee song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had no. I've had a couple of those. If yeah. uh, for anybody Baseball! listening, if you have Spotify, like the whole thing's on there, and it's it's a wild ride. I mean, it's a lot of fun. It's going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, and I'm ready for it. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, get into uh, now. You were asking about this, uh, Jay, before we got here. Yeah, yeah. Jurassic World. Yeah. Where is the trailer going to uh, debut? This I game? heard that it will debut during the football yeah. game. On Thanksgiving, Thursday uh, night uh, during Thursday night football. Yeah. Any, Bow. any information from our uh, TV critic over there about this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very concise, Scott. I, right. I wouldn't be surprised if we but, see the Star I mean, Wars the trailer. Foot, I know the, the Thursday night football games on NBC. So yeah, but hey, if you want to get uh, you want to get those kids to watch uh, the football games, especially those geeky kids. Mm-hmm. Put that Jurassic World trailer in there. What those geeky kids are going to tell you is, why would I even bother? Because it's going to be on YouTube in 20 minutes. That is true. But but it's got to be NBC, too, because Universal and NBC. And that's definitely Universal film. And I heard that there are actually uh, some friends of mine just went to Universal uh, Studios Orlando. And they have like the, the Jurassic Park ride. And behind it, they're building something massive. There's also and a no new, one's talking about there's it. A, there's a new Chris Pratt ride there, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I want to ride Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people do. You start, you start out all chubby, but by the end yeah. of it, you're totally cut. Yeah, no, you start... And you, you got much more money in your pocket. You start out... You, you just climb... You fucking aliens. You climb on board Fat Pratt, and then by the time you get to the end, he's skinny Star-Lord. But then they make you walk through the gift shop, and Anna Ferris is sitting there with a piece of cake, <laughs> ready to get you fat again. I want you fat again. <laughs> is Fat Pratt spelled with two T's? Yep. Yes. Uh, that's what I thought. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, but uh, launch. It may have launched. Go. Uh, you, who's online here? I am. Scott is. Go. Go to. Let's see. Where's the website? Uh, I think it's just JurassicWorld.com. Uh, Universal launching an official website for, I think, the park. It may have opened already. Uh, the site features uh, the current weather in the park. Ooh. Which is 81 degrees and partly overcast. Oh, I'm jealous. The latest news about the location, some species are nocturnal. 
Apparently, it's opening in four days, five hours, okay. twenty-five minutes, and forty-five. <laughs> yeah, seconds. it's like it's a countdown site to the trailer. So around, yeah, around the trailer time. Uh, one update uh, talks about the Dance Till Dawn at Origin Nightclub. Mm-hmm. A link to the website of the fictional uh, the fictional Masrani Global Corporation. So wait, hold on. So it's like downtown Dinosaur Park. It is. It's like, <laughs> it's so they're opening like a, they're, they're opening like a dance club and stuff in this in the park this well the, the plot of the of the new movie is is that jurassic park the park is now very successful they've got all of their problems figured out and everything's fine nobody dies every time no. they walk in there now they finally got it figured out and it's very successful to the point where people are just kind of over dinosaurs huh. well and and it's it's based off of real life because all the people that are going to jonestown for the kool-aid factory there oh <laughs> what but no <laughs> I, I do like the idea of, of this, you know, the, the film is because, you know, say you had Universal Studios that never updated their rides. Mm-hmm. Ten years, it was like, yeah, I don't give a shit anymore. Exactly. Yeah, so. So it's it's kind of. And I think that's where they started talking about, like, splicing DNA. Is that what the whole thing's about? Yeah. Making super dinosaurs? Let's make it. Let's yeah, make like, it. We need a new dinosaur. Oh, what yeah. could possibly go wrong? Nothing. <laughs> oh, no. Goldblumosaurus. Uh, um, hey, and, um, 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 hey, uh, um. He won't stop stuttering. Uh, uh, let's see. There's, there's, uh, uh information about, uh, uh, Sanjay Masrani, the owner of the Masrani Global Corporation. Uh, he's a character that they're bringing back from, I think, the first one. Uh, company's about page includes mentions of a subsidiary, Timac Construction, that was established in 2002 for the purpose of construction on Jurassic World. It, it's it's a website for a fictional park. That's cool. And it might be better than the movie. It may be. I hope we'll the shit hits out. the fan when they have like those uh, half-price ticket days that the lawyer was talking about. Mm-hmm. So like all like, you know, like the, the kids who couldn't afford it come in and just... Their life gets even shittier. I hope, there's a, <laughs> I, I hope there's a reference at some point to the pirates on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride actually coming to life and killing everybody on the ride. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the Westworld series that's coming to HBO. I like the Westworld. I heard, yeah. I heard they ordered like a full season or something. They did. Okay. They're Who's, pretty happy with it. Yeah. Who's going to play Yul Brenner? Uh... I don't know. Kinda, I can't remember. You kind of have to have the bald gunslinger. Well, no, I know we talked about it on the show. We even we even gave the casting. But yeah, was, it, great was cast. it Anthony Hopkins? Anthony Hopkins will be like the in charge of the park okay. guy. Uh, but I can't. remember. It was it was a good cast though. Yeah, it was a good cast. Uh, let's see. Uh, speaking Probably of Chris Pratt. Speaking of Chris Pratt. What spooky? There he goes. Boop, boop. He is now. This is just as maybe as uh, at the time of this recording. But it's funny because. Huge, huge star, you know. He's got... Suddenly. Guardians of the Galaxy. Huge. Lego movie. Lego movie. Huge. Going to be in Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Going to be huge. Just because it's Jurassic World, it'll be huge. He's playing Harrison Ford in everything. He has turned down a lot of other stuff uh, with hefty paydays. He's turned down Sony's Uncharted. Uh, That's very... Which is unfortunate because he'd be perfect in that role. Yeah. He really But that's like almost the same role as, you know... Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that. but he was good at it. He turned down Universal's The Mummy. Good. Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Because he's no Brendan Fraser. No way. Mm-hmm. Nobody is. But he is now circling. He's waiting to find out who the director is going to be. They've Universal's pretty much said, it's yours if you want it. And he said, and he even tweeted, I, I need to find out who the director is first yeah. for this project. And you're Universal's adaptation of Image Comics' Cowboy Ninja Viking. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. So he turns down Uncharted for Cowboy Ninja Viking? <laughs> well, he hasn't said yes to Cowboy guy, Ninja Viking. This guy's a stud. He but, really is. No, what you say Uncharted, though. Name three good video game movies. Yeah, that's the problem. But, okay, let's travel back in time 20 years and say let's name three good comic book movies. Captain America. Oh, the 90s <laughs> one with the Salinger kid? Sure. Nick Fury with David Hasselhoff. Those were, those Punisher. TV. <laughs> This is oh, yeah. Fantastic this is, Four. This is the reason why this is a weird choice. Here's the description of the plot. Cowboy Ninja Viking. Creation of Dr. Sebastian Gislan, a, a psychotherapist, excuse me, who recruits multiple personality disorder patients to produce a unit of counterintelligence agents called triplets. So it's like a group of James Bonds that are picked because they have multiple personality disorder. When they become out-of-control assassins, that's when the deadliest triplet of them all, Cowboy Ninja Viking, is called in to take down his brother. Are those brethren. his three personalities? Those yeah. are his yeah. three personalities. Cowboy Ninja Viking. <laughs> <laughs> They're all brutal. That's badass. Well, they, that's are, why, they are assassins. That's why he's yeah. the most effective. Depends on the type of cowboy he is. <laughs> You know, he might be like if he's eighty-year-old John Wayne. Yeah, he might, he might be the lazy cook cowboy. You know, like I made beans, or the or the Tony Romo with a bad back cowboy. Yeah, sports yeah. jokes, old prospector. <laughs> or he's you know he's 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 Curly from Legends of Curly's Gold. Yeah, just, that means a badass. He's Curly old. was badass. I'll do a hundred push-ups with little. Curly would fuck you up. Okay, so yeah, sharpen my knife on my. I mean, belt. he's dead now, but he'd fuck he's, you up. He's he's Gene Hackman from Unforgiven. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon Stone. I'm going to leave your buddy dead in a coffin on the side of the bar. Uh, the uh, most recent draft of the screenplay is uh, cleaned up by Craig Mazin, who did Ith- Identity Thief and Sorry Hangover Two. Uh, wow. The original Good call, guys. The original screenplay written by Zombieland writers Paul Wernick and Everett David Reese. Hmm. I love their work so on the brought, Zombieland TV yeah, series. They Hangover brought two someone in, in to clean up their work. Yeah. Who made Hangover Two? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Did you guys see That's, who was almost Star Lord? Yeah, my who was bad. It? Uh, Glenn, Glenn Howerton from oh, It's I, Always yeah. Sunny in Philadelphia. I think he could have done it. He could have done it. Well, he, he'd have to you know beef up a little bit, but so did Chris Pratt. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris Pratt had to beef down. That's true. <laughs> Just yeah, reverse Tur- turkey down. Yeah, yeah turkey, turkey down. down. But he's <laughs> character. On. I've been I've been watching a lot of It's Always Sunny. He's got that cocky attitude. You oh, know, yeah. I think he could have done it. Oh yeah, I think they chose wisely. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Interstellar. Still, still doing okay at the box office, is it? I don't know. People like three-hour movies. I thought it was a good movie. It's been bugging me lately because, uh, well, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but the whole Hunger Games part one, part two, the whole part one, part two thing is bugging the shit out of me lately. Well, let me go to that then. Okay. I, I, we'll, we'll come back to Interstellar. Uh, sure. Because there's a, uh, a part four thing that's bugging me. Part four? And I'm not even a fan of Stephen King. Oh, I mean, I like him okay. I know sure. what you're talking about. But this just seems less, um, this is the right way to tell the story and more money grab. Yeah. Money. Uh, the, you think? The stand, you, I, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, talking about the stand. The stand. I think there's an argument to be made for both sides. That book is like 1,200 pages long. Yeah. But, so. but, but we did the math, and if you, if you did the book word for word, comfortable three movies. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Comfortable three movies. But yeah. It doesn't belong in a movie theater. That's, they w- that's a series. Well, yeah. they, they want to do four. But if, I mean, the four, problem is the did, ending of that sucks. Yeah. Well, so the ending you, of every would, Stephen King story sucks. You would sit through all these movies, get to the end and go, 
crap. I went to all these movies and the ending <laughs> sucks. And it's, and I mean, it was a TV yeah. miniseries and some things are made to be TV miniseries yeah. and that is one of them. I think you're right. If, if, yeah. H, if HBO or Showtime said, we're going to make this exactly. stand and we're going to do 24 episodes, two seasons of it, they, yeah. they could do a damn good show that would yeah. be scary and terrifying uh, and maybe fix the ending. So it was 20 years ago, four-part miniseries event on NBC. It was a little more than six hours long without the commercials. Sucked. And and people weren't happy with it because well, it was cast. Oh, well, it started. I mean, it was good when it started. Yeah. Sure. And then you got to the last episode, and it's like, shit. I sat. I mean, and I was headed to do interviews for this, so I watched the whole thing one day. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's like, oh, I'm like, oh, it's good. Oh, and the first two hours are oh, awesome. Oh crap! <laughs> what just happened? You watched I mean, the whole the thing part, in one day. The only yeah. Well, I had to. I was actually I was at the press conference. I believe I was the only one in the room, other than the people <laughs> who up on stage who had seen the whole thing. Yeah. Um, because, among other things, I remember asking about Stephen King's cameo, and nobody else knew that he had one because they hadn't got that far oh, into yeah. that. <laughs> the, the, um, the biggest problem with the TV show that they did was you get a character like Randall Flagg who actually shows up in a ton of Stephen King yeah. stories because yeah. he, he he's transcends a, reality. He's a recurring bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a recurring bad guy. And, and the actor that stories. played Randall Flagg was about as intimidating as a wet box of Kleenex. Yeah. And so you need, you need a... You you need a really terrifying actor in that part. You need somebody who just Someone's imposing. exudes menace and charm yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Scott's going to look up who. Uh, yeah, who played and, him. and I, it, I might have been. Uh, it was what's his face from? It was like he was on that show Shannon's Law. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jamie, I think it was Jamie Sheridan. Jamie so, Sheridan, and and you know they're just just not not a lot of great actors Correct. in in those parts. If they were to do it now, I think especially with the right network doing it, you oh, could do God. a great great show. What? I'd forgotten that Molly Ringwald oh, was, she was oh, terrible. Yeah. She yeah. was terrible in it. <laughs> I, I, I remember I liking Gary Sinise. Name. But yeah, Gary Sinise was No, no, no. What, Gary Sinise Molly, was the main character. Molly Ringwald. Yeah, I remember Yeah, she was her. the one that was pregnant with the Messiah baby. She's but, a Brat Pack. Yeah, she's the, supposed to be famous. But, but anybody, you know, <laughs> she's supposed to be. If you want to get upset with a, a Stephen King ending, it, the guy can't end a book. You get like Tommyknockers, 900 pages. 850 pages are fantastic. And the last 50 pages, you just want to shoot yourself. Yeah. He's, he's just, he I, don't, I don't think well, he knows like, how to close a book. It's, I mean, the, what Jeff and I always talked about is, you know, um, uh, the clown one. It, oh, yeah. It, it, it. <laughs> which, which the first half was great. Oh, Seriously, yeah. really good. And then it got to the end, and Jeff always said, exaggerating somewhat, but not a great deal, that you get to the end, and, and the thing is that giant spider from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah. well, not only is it the giant spider <laughs> from Gilligan's Island, but all the kids have a gangbang before they go fight it. You know, <laughs> well, so it's just why wouldn't you? The only the only book that no, I think he wrote that he ended well was they Pet Cemetery. The was what? No, 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 Pet Cemetery. Each other. Pet Cemetery, ended Pet Cemetery had a great ending. What about Maximum Overdrive? That one I did pretty well. I think Stephen King should write for Saturday Night Live because after 40 years they don't know how to end. Oh, <laughs> don't <laughs> even start with they that. They don't even know how to start show. it or no. like accomplish it anymore. I, you know what book he had a really good ending for was Running Man. The book, not the not the, the book movie. is fantastic, but you'll never get it. Oh no! Because, I, okay, dude, I, the, the I, I haven't read all of his Ooh. books, and actually, Salem's Lot had a good ending. Oh, too, no, don't, see, I was going to say that's exactly what I was going to say. Salem, yeah. I like the end of Salem's Lot, he, but the re, but Running Man ends with the guy in a seven forty seven yep. jet flies right into the side of a building, flipping off the uh, the TV owner. Yeah, the, while his large intestines and small intestines I are need this. Out are of you fan, serious? No, they this are, book they is are, fucking awesome. They are torn out of his torso, hanging onto a, a seat further back in the plane because as he was crawling forward, it got looped it's around out. the handle. <laughs> I, but, I need this. And, and he's oh, flying man. like in, in the. I think it starts with him in the plane, and he's t- like telling like the the black box 
like what happened, if I remember right. It's been a while since uh, I read it. I can't remember if that's how it starts. But I swear he starts in the plane, and then, and then so it, he tells the story, but the end of it is... The end of it is the end of the plane. Yeah, and, oh, so, and like and the fucking TV executive's like in the window like, oh, because he's on the hunt. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the rather the Arnold Schwarzenegger film, where it's like in this arena and yeah. all this kind of shit, where yeah. it's a huge, yeah. a huge battleground. This one is, and I love the idea of it, is that they basically give you like maybe like a three day head start. Yep. And, and he can go anywhere in the world. Here. Yeah. And then, but the rules are is that you have to take a picture of like where you are to like be like, okay, I'm in front of the Taj Mahal. Like, and you mail it to him. So, like, okay, fuck, he's there. Yeah. Go, 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 go. And then people who are like citizens can be like, oh, I saw, you know, Arnold running down the street. And so if they catch him on their uh, tip, then they get like 500 bucks. Yeah, they, or make, they make a bounty. The, so the whole world is the playground, you know. And this is nothing no. like the movie. Oh, no. This book was awesome. And But the end of it is, sorry, spoiler, is that he gets into a, a you know, takes over a 747 and just crashes it right inside of a skyscraper and takes out the whole fucking thing. Well, yeah, no, you're not going to see that, but I also don't think that you would, uh, that you'd see Fight Club right now. There's, yeah. Because, oh, uh, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of the act of terrorism. Yeah. Sure, sure. That's and, true. And, and banks, I don't think banks would be too hip. To but you know, I, I thought that, like, you know, I remember I read uh, The Running Man before, you know, before all of September 11th and whatnot, but I think we're almost at the point where you might get somebody it's, doing it. You know, maybe a smaller uh, independent, you know. I think you'd see it on, t- on TV before you'll see it in a movie. Yeah. yeah but That's true. But anyway, so he can end a book once in a while. Um, I definitely am starting to come around to your not four movies, though, for The Stand. You're I starting think, to think yeah, about it? I think three would probably be better. Yeah, I think you could do a great series of three yeah. and call it a day. And hey, See, here's a here's a good yeah. idea. Get his kid, Joe Hill, oh, to come man. in and actually write the end. Yeah. But, so. but I don't read I, enough. I mean, if you really want to get into this tangent about <laughs> part one and part two, is because, you know, Harry Potter had, what, seven books? We gotta have eight movies. Yep. How many Twilight books were there? Four. We gotta have five movies. Right. You know, there's always yep. gotta be one fucking more. Hunger Games. Hunger Games did three, it. Three books, four movies. Three books, four yeah. movies. Uh, you know, if you, I'll, I'll review it real fast. I was going to say, go ahead and review it. One book, three movies. It's, <laughs> See, that's <laughs> no, right. Shit. No, and no, you're no, right. That's the part He's I'm right. struggling with because uh, I really love the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. And as an obsessed person who's read the books mm-hmm. probably 40 plus times, mm-hmm. I there were a few things that I could have let annoy me, but I didn't. Mm. Um, I thought they were great movies. God, I'm not liking the Hobbit movies at the all. Hobbit, the I Hobbit. I didn't like for, the first one. Yeah, but it, the second I, I've one read, was fun. I've read like Scott probably dozens of times. I've read all of those books, sure. and and they're that's like an annual thing. I sit down and read all of the Tolkien books. Gotcha. The Hobbit movies bug the shit out of me. Yeah, they really do. And it's Absolutely. not as it's not as a Tolkien purist. I can actually the parts of the Hobbit movies that I like the most are the parts that have nothing to do with the Hobbit. Yeah, and I think you said that before. I yeah. mean, for me, I, I I read the the Lord of the Rings books. Never read the Hobbit. And so the maybe Hobbit that's is really. a, it's a gentle little kids book. So yeah, you, and that's what I just never got. And it. The Hobbit's the only one that I have read because I I started on The Lord of the Rings and went fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I, read, I read The Lord of the Rings a lot. I never if read the If you can Hobbit. make it past Tom Bombadil, you're okay. I but didn't. I, Tom, <laughs> no. Tom Bombadil's like a literary cockwalk for most yeah, people. He gets where he killed but, me. But that first Hobbit film, like I was just bored out of my mind. But the second one, like when the, when it when you know Schmag took off and the yeah. credits hit, I was like fuck. Like now I want to see it. So I'm excited sure. for the third one. Well, go ahead and review Hunger Games for us. Uh, so Hunger Games, you know where we last left off uh katniss found out uh that there is an underground resistance that's going to attack basically donald sutherland and and the capital who is uh, oppressing all the all the districts over there 13 districts Th- 12 oh. districts active 13 was the one that got bombed Thank okay you. that's right yeah <laughs> so, so uh so they basically uh and it was so sad to see him come up on screen because i love the actor so much but when philip seymour hoffman comes yeah. up you're like god damn it you know because he's just good you know 
And uh, so they're like, it's him and Julianne Moore, and they're like, we want you to be the face of our propaganda videos. You know, you need to rile the people up to, to make this happen. So she's you know hesitant at first, but obviously she does it. And uh, the, and it's funny. There's a great scene where they put her in front of this like green screen essentially, and they're like, no, act like you just came out of battle. That so was- and, and Jennifer Lawrence is like, we're gonna beat the capital. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, and then all of a sudden Woody Harrelson comes in and is like, are you fucking kidding me? Like this is how we're gonna lose this war. Like you know, she's like, you need to put her in the shit immediately you know and so uh so they put her out there and this is where i i started getting i never read the hunger games books but but cat did and uh and so oh i read them did you read them they're good no no and not that they're they're bad but so but this is where i get into my my i'm gonna pull up my soapbox and step up real tall okay go ahead because you know there's a scene i guess where she goes around filming all these propaganda videos and you know to rile everybody up well cat's like they spent at least a good 30 maybe 40 minutes on this shit in the movie Cat's like, yeah, that's like one chapter. Yep. Like that's yeah. not like a lot. Yep. You know? Stretching it. Stretching it. Big and that's time. what's bullshit about this whole fucking thing. So, you know, you, you get to the point, I'm not gonna spoil much. I mean, and again, uh, it looks pretty. Jennifer Lawrence is a great actress, you know, Woody Harrelson's fun to watch, Julian Moore, Philip Seymour Hoffman, fine. I walked out and they said, So what'd you think? And I go, Oh, it's a great build up. I want not, to see the other half. It's of the not movie. a movie. I go, you show me half. I'll tell you what I think in a year. Did you yeah. feel like it was because I felt that way about and I haven't seen this movie, but sure. I but I talked to people who have um, um, did you feel like it's uh, a lot like the Harry Potter that it just it's a lot of build up and then just left you ha- I mean nothing yeah. really happened I mean people are calling that's, it a cliffhanger but it's like right not really it's thing. just you just cut the film in half you know like and that's what's <laughs> bullshit too like you know it's done yeah you know you can see the cliff from and here see that but just, we're not hanging yeah. yeah and the books I mean the first book my my daughter tried to get me to read it for a long time and I had it with me when I was flying back to see my parents, and I had shocking airline problems, got stuck in airports. I read it in a day. Sure, yeah. It's a very entertaining book. Now, are you talking about Hunger Games or Harry Potter? Hunger Games. Okay, so, and it's funny because you brought up Harry Potter because Sean Means and I were talking about this the other day, and he goes, well, I think Harry Potter deserves two parts because there's so much going on. I, go, I was like, no, I don't think it does because this film, at least Hunger Games, is two hours long, right? So the next one, I would guess it's going to be two hours long. Four hours. I could guarantee they could easily shave off an hour of bullshit stretched out, you know, traveling no, around they, filming. You could read things. a whole hell of a lot of this book in four hours. It's right. true. I but, mean, but what I'm saying is that, like, but you we're know, back to that cash grab thing. It's, it's yeah. a ca- it, it's a full on cash grab. There's yeah. not a doubt in my mind. It's not about a creative choice. So I, Don't I, give me bullshit that you can't make a three hour movie because well, no, Interstellar because, just did it. Well, so no, are you going to say that about Avengers? Uh, and see, people came to me about that when yeah. I post online. But that's I said, not an I go, adaptation of a book. Well, there's things that's true because, but I'll still be kind of pissed. But you can you can develop it because you know the Marvel universe is not sticking to their gun, you know, to the to the source stories. material. So yeah. you could build it as we're going to make this a two part. Well, series. and they they also Fine. they also know their game. I mean, they could they could end the first uh, the first Infinity War movie with an insane cliffhanger, sure. and then they've got a whole bunch of movies to build up to the second movie. And and then to me, when you do that, if you build it like that from the start, then all I think you're just making a sequel. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, it, but just to take source material and be like, okay, uh, we could probably do this in a two and a half, maybe three hour movie. Shit, man, give me three and a half hours and make a fucking intermission like they used yeah, to do in the back that, of the day. That's, you know? that's called Peter Jackson's Return of the King. It was one movie. Yeah. And it was a, that is a huge book, and there's a shitload going on in it, and that movie is... How long was Return of the like, King? I think three, three uh, well, and a half. Yeah. Three I mean, and a half hours. Hours. frankly, I haven't watched anything other than the extended versions in a long time. Well, and that's five <laughs> and a half hours. But the hours. difference yeah. is, those actually were, I mean, those were three books that 
had conclusions even though mm-hmm. you yeah. knew more was going to happen. Yeah. I, just, I just have a feeling that if, if uh, Peter Jackson were making those movies although, now, Warner uh, Brothers would say Return of the King is two movies. Uh, yeah, I bet they would. You're oh, right. Yeah. Although, didn't they pull, I'm trying to remember. Didn't they pull stuff from Return of the King and put it in two towers or little the other bit. way around? Yeah, a little they, bit. They should just stuff around. But it's just, you know. But all in all, you... I, enjoy, I, I liked it. You want to see the next movie. It's a great buildup. Well, see, here's the thing. They ended it on, we said a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I think they should have ended it five minutes before. There's a much bigger cliffhanger in there, oh. and I'm like, oh shit! And then they're like, and then like that ends, and they cut to this next scene, and then, you know, I'll just I'll just say Peter's in trouble. I don't fucking care about Peter. <laughs> Katniss is yeah. the star what of this the show. That's a, that's a good point. Peter, they should they should end. Did you see it? Yeah, if you know what I'm talking about. I saw it yesterday. I don't I don't want to ruin things for people, but he's like, still if, alive. If, let's just say this God. without without ruining much. How can you ruin something that is already out there? The book. Yeah. yeah. Well, the book, but you know, I didn't read them, so I'm just saying like when Katniss is in trouble. That's a cliffhanger. Yeah, Peter's in trouble. Don't yeah. give a shit. So, yeah. so then he switched around. I do. I don't. You're supposed to feel how Katniss feels like Peter's in trouble. You're not there's supposed a, to. There's just a feel problem that at the bank. I'll tell you one I just, thing. But. I really liked about this is that it went against the grain in that the main character. Katniss does not want to run the world. She doesn't want to be the boss. She doesn't want to be doing this, and. In, I think in most, and I guess spoiler alert, you know, in most books, let alone movies, this character would step up and lead the fight, be the yeah. save, you know, oh, yeah. and and For sure. and and I can, it, that doesn't happen. I mean, yeah. she she okay. remains the character that she's she is. always the reluctant hero the entire time, right? And she's also not all that heroic. That's true. So yeah. what do you what do you give it? Well, here's what it is. I'm not giving anything until ah, the second movie. Uh, until I see part two. I refuse. I, and it's just not all my outlets I've done. They're like, "What do you give it?" Nothing. It's a, it's it ain't a, over it's, yet. It's it's, 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 it's a, I'll tell you in a year. It's a question. To me, mark. the whole part one, part two scenario is it's like you're watching it with a friend, and he's like, "Oh, I got to take a piss real fast. Pause it." But instead of coming back in like in three minutes, it's a year. <laughs> so you're See, I wish a, it wasn't a year. You're, you're giving it one, a, one question mark. Is you're right. Uh, it mine's like the not applicable. Wait, it's not coming out for a year. <laughs> it's funny you a say year, that because yeah. I'm actually considering not going to see it and just waiting till it comes out. Oh, watching it on DVD just before. And, and then, then go, go to the yeah, yeah. No, and that, I think that's really and I, I, I got to give credit. He's not doing well in box office. He did. He didn't do it. But Sean Means had a brilliant idea. He was going to write his review and just end it in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He told me that. I think that would have been like, great. I told amazing. him to do it. He, he should have. He should have done it. But so. it's not going to matter if the movie makes millions and millions and, and millions. And it's, it's killing. And it's oh, killing. It'll, it'll it, it, no, it's no. It's this, had it had the biggest opening. Yeah. It had the biggest opening, but it's performing poorer than the other two than the other Hunger Games movies. It had a huge opening for the year. Might be what Scott's saying there, but just wait till the fucking Blu-ray comes out. After these messages, we'll be right back. Peter. <laughs> so what's happening at Dr. Volt's in November? Well, strange and mysterious things are going on at Gotham by Midnight. Follow Jim Corrigan and his new series by Ray Fox and Ben Templesmith. It's out now. Out this month is the complete Batman TV series from the 60s. I am looking forward to this. All 120 episodes of campy goodness from Adam West. Matt Fraction has a new series called Odyssey. This series is sure to show that uh, Fraction still has what it takes to take us on a weird and wonderful ride. November is also Marvel Comics' new release month for a number of new series. First off, Falcon as Captain America. Next up is the start of the Spider-Verse, with Spider-Woman returning to comics and a huge crossover event featuring Spider-Men from across the multiverse. And finally, there's a new company called Red Giant Entertainment. They're releasing four new giant-sized comics designed to appeal to a wide range of readers. The best part is is that all these books will be free 
Yeah. All you have to do is come in and pick up one that appeals to you. Of course, if you were to pick up something else while you were in the store to help the shop, Dave wouldn't say no. <laughs> Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South, open seven days a week. Dr. Volt's. Hey, Geek Show, Lee here. I'd like to invite you to Fresh Compassion Eatery, my tasty little corner of Salt Lake City. At Frisch, we focus on plant-based cuisine, but that doesn't mean you're getting a sawdust platter with a side of dehydrated kale flakes for lunch. Our passion is full-flavored dishes like our signature Fancy Boy Wrap, eggless egg salad, and the all-new Full Whitaker Nachos. We have a lot of fantastic heart-healthy salads, soups, and entrees that will fill you up without emptying out your wallet. Also, check out our full-service vegan coffee bar and our pastry case full of incredible goodies from Cakewalk Vegan Bakery. And you never know, I just might have the latest scoop on your favorite geek stuff. That's Frisch Compassionate Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201 in Salt Lake City. We're open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You can also call ahead for takeout at 801-906-8277. Get all that info at frischeats.com. And thanks, Geek Show, for helping make Frisch such an awesome reality. The Atomic Arcade at 3939 Highland Drive in Holiday. You've probably seen my high score there on the Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator. That's KJJ or my initials. And you can play that game for free because you're a friend of the Geek Show on Sunday. The Star Trek Strategic Operations Simulator is free to play on Sunday. Thank you, Atomic Arcade. If you haven't been in... I, I pity you. You really need to go and check this place out. Classic arcade games, a lot of great memories in there. Pac-Man, Donkey Kong, Asteroids, Centipede, Defender, Berserk, Star Castle. they got classic pinball in there as well. You don't have to hassle with those tickets. It's free admission. You just walk right in and start plunking your quarters in. And uh, the Atomic Arcade right across the street from a bar named Sue and downstairs from Cruiser's Bar. So, you know, get a few games in, blow off some steam on your lunch or work break, or, uh, you know, sort of nimble up your reflexes before you go home. Free admission, no hassle with tickets, classic games at classic prices. It's the Atomic Arcade, 3939 Highland Drive. Ho, ho, ho! This is Danta Claus from PC Laptops in Salt Lake City. Would you like to save huge, massive money this holiday season? Don't throw out that old computer. We can transform that old, slow, or broken-down desktop or laptop into fluffy, high-speed goodness, no matter what brand it is. Just bring your desktop or laptop computer in for a free diagnostic. The diagnostic is 100% free, and there's no obligation. We're so great at making computers faster that if we can't fix or upgrade your desktop or laptop, we'll buy it from you. That's right. If we can't make it better, faster, stronger, we'll write you a check for it. Have I lost my mind? Want to trade in your old computer? We have brand new lifetime warranty desktop computers from $799, and we'll buy your old computer. So get into any one of our eight PC laptops locations right now or call us at one 596 save or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. At PC Laptops, we love you. Kenneth Lynn to Google. Michael Rodatis, Amazon. Armaline Cabreros, IBM. Looking for a software development degree that can launch your career in technology? Check out Newmont University in Salt Lake City, where you can earn a four-year bachelor's degree in just three years. And while your friends are still slaving over homework, you could be looking at a $63,000 a year paycheck. Learn more at newmont.edu. That's N-E-U-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. Anthony William, Yahoo. And we're back. Oh, we are so back. I'm just interested in what you're about to say. Well, it's just we've got, you know, <laughs> yeah. during the commercials, we were, you know, going back and forth about the whole Cosby alleged rape uh, story. And you see, 
<laughs> Shannon and I had to shut the table up and say, we got more important things to talk about on this yeah, show. And then right. Tony said. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't say it. Oh, you didn't say it? No. I said, yeah, guys, it's time to talk about Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh's cock. I said, I've read about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's crazy because I just pulled this it's up. Tony read it for the articles. I pulled this I mean, up on my articles. phone. It's like, oh, I, just, I pointed it to. I was like, hey, we should. He's like, I got it right here. Got it right here. What the fuck? What, are I we didn't... talking about his cock or his lack of cock? Well, both. A little yes. bit. Yes. Okay. What? Town bans Winnie the Pooh for lack of genitals and dubious sexuality. Mm-hmm. He's got no pants or anything. Council members in a Polish town of uh, Tuzkin have deemed Winnie the Pooh. Too depraved to feature as the public face of a local playground on account of the honey fetishizing cubby's dubious sexuality, inappropriate dress, and lack of genitals due to castration by razor. How do when they did, know? Uh, Somebody's going to the wrong fan when fiction. Did, when, did, uh, <laughs> when, did Ted, when did Ted Cruz move to Poland? Yes. <laughs> But he's a tubby little cubby all stuffed with fluff. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's got a red shirt. That he's not a real, did they also realize that these are toys? Yeah, yeah these are stuffed animals. animals. Well, stuffed animals. Do they have anatomically correct stuffed bears in Poland? Is yes. that what we're getting? Have you ever seen the Berenstein Bears in Poland? God, their cocks are huge. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Father Bear came home and his cock was covered in cleat. Big old. This one's too hot. This one's too cold. Ow! Ow! I'm gonna, I'm gonna I blow burnt on my it. dick on it. This one just right. All right. Here's the transcripts from the city council meeting, according to the Croatian Times. Oh, they're Croatians. No wonder. That sounds reliable. Uh, Councilor Rizard Sishi, age 46, <laughs> said, The problem with that bear is that he doesn't have a complete wardrobe. It is a half-naked, which is wholly inappropriate for children. Well, that takes out Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck yes. as well. Yeah, right. I was just about to say, thank you. Oh, no, Mickey had pants. Uh, but his tits were out. That's true. <laughs> his then tits he were su- out. Then it's Donald that goes pantsless. And let's not forget Chip and Dale, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> they're completely naked. Perverts. Uh, he then... <laughs> Unless they were in Rescue Rangers, they had a Magnum PI shirt and an Indiana Jones jacket. Yeah. Still no pants. But still their dicks out. Yeah, their dicks fuckers. out. Their dicks out. And they're nuts. No, no, I'm sorry. They were castrated. They were cast- I know what I'm were- cosplaying this year, Jimmy. They Let's were- do it. They were castrated with straight razors. Listen. <laughs> That's true. My first wife and my friend and his wife went to Disneyland. We got pictures taken with Chip and Dale. And those goddamn chipmunks. Perverts. Were groping both of our wives. Mm-hmm. And they, I would do the same. They were like afterwards going, didn't you see that? And I said, no, I was trying to focus. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the best $5 I've ever paid a costumed character. Hey, All right. hey, oh, hold up real quick. I like this. Hey, hey Jimmy, you want, you want to be Chip and Dale? Oh. Rescue we should be Chip and Dales. Re- Rescue Bangers. Rescue well, uh, Bangers, man. We can re- recreate that, uh, <laughs> whether that skit from Saturday Night Live where it's Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze. And oh, you can be Patrick Swayze, and I'll be Chris Farley. But it's, right, well, but I gotta be but Patrick Chipmunk. Yeah, I'll take Patrick Swayze. Yeah, <laughs> good looking one. So we're just going as leather as as leather boy Disney characters. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, fine. I'll be dominatrix Goofy. <laughs> but you just you just but you won't we you won't be like fur covered or anything. You'll just wear the clothing. That, or he'll be fur covered. Have you seen? Well, him you are. Yeah, you ever see me? That's true. That's true. Uh, anyway, he's half. The, the transcript continues. Yeah. Oh God, there's more. It's so good. Oh, it's so good, you guys. All right. He then suggests a Polish fictional bear, sort of their version of Winnie. So a ripoff. Saying, ours is dressed up from head to toe, unlike Pooh, who is only dressed from the waist up. The meeting, which was recorded by one of the counselors and leaked to the local press, 
then turned on Winnie the Pooh's sexuality. One official is heard saying... He's a children's character. No, he didn't say that. No, it's just... One official is heard saying, it doesn't wear underpants because it doesn't have a sex. It's a hermaphrodite. <laughs> well, that's still a sex, No way. Doesn't hermaphrodite mean it has both? Yeah. So he's well, totally wrong. He's confused. It's yes. Ted Cruz again. Yes, he's partially wrong. Get, Wait, <laughs> get Jimmy Lee Curtis on the phone. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Then it's uh, the uh, see, um, counselor Hannah Jaminska then begins criticizing the Winnie the Pooh author, A.A. Uh, a. Milne. She said, this is very disturbing, but you can imagine the author was over 60 and cut Pooh's testicles off with a razor blade because he had a problem with his identity. Huh? And that's why Tigger's I, so excited. Or, I don't know. It's, it's okay. like, it's like I, Texas and Croatia just got switched. Yes, you said the guy's. You said he was forty-six years old. Yeah. If I'm forty-six years old and I'm debating Pooh's genitalia, mm-hmm. fucking kill me. No kidding. Well, just take then, me outside. Just shoot me in the back of the head. What was no. really sad is they had to cut the meeting short. This uh, Polish town meeting. Uh, because they had to hurry and leave because they were going to head for, uh, for the sun, but they had, they could only go there at night. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, okay. I'll, I mean, what do they want? They want uh, Winnie the Pooh's dick just dragging yeah. along when he's talking to Christopher Robin, just like, how you doing? Right. Do you have some honey? It has to be. Ow, a, ow, my dick just got caught in that bush. Anatomically um, correct. Yeah, these guys think too much about cartoon dick. That's and I'll, I'll tell you right now, as a fucking human being, 31, in decent shape. I will tell you right now, one of my favorite things to do, and I'm sure everyone at this table has done it. Have you walked around with your shirt off and nothing else? <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. Shirt, so, shirt on? I would dress like... Just your shirt, po- you yeah. your shirt on and nothing else. Yeah, my shirt on, nothing yeah. else. No socks, yeah. no underwear, just... Well, it's just, especially nice if there's a chill out. in the house because you want your nipples covered because they chafe, yeah. you know. Yeah, but so. just dick swinging. So yeah. swinging. This is Poland, right? Mine doesn't swing, dude. It's too cold to do that in Poland. Uh, is it Poland? My bounce is a little bit. Croatian. No, it is Poland. <laughs> it's Poland? Yeah. I guess just after World War II, shit got boring there yeah. and it's got nothing else to talk about. Just swinging. But really, are they much different than a lot of city councils here? No. Yeah. No. That's, no, they're not. No. That's what's sad about it. That's what's sad is that it's it's 2014. They are different. We're still arguing about shit and, I'm and just after, excited for part one, part two. Of after, the after they seeing, are different because they have screen doors on their submarines. Swang. After wah, seeing, wah. A, oh, <laughs> yeah. Why, why is that, up, You're gonna bring up the old yeah, Polish, old Polish yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Just Why did that start? How many does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> I don't know. Swang. Wait, what's the end of that joke? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not up on my Polish. Isn't it jokes. something like 50, one to hold the light bulb, the other 45 to turn, turn the, the house? house. <laughs> don't don't start a like joke that. unless you know where it's going. <laughs> ah, yeah, Cosby. Yeah, well, so, so you're saying <laughs> you're saying, on, man. you're saying the people of Poland are so strong it only takes 50 of them to turn a house. That's exactly around. what I'm saying. Wow, that's pretty strong. I, I mean, I'm worried about the foundation and I, perhaps the structural oh, integrity of their plumbing. It's totally fucked. Yeah, you yeah. have to reconnect all of Oh, them. fuck, you guys. Right. It's a light bulb joke. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good one either. And, and, How many Pollocks does it take to put on a T-shirt and are, that's it? Are they all are they all genitally impaired? That's the other question I want to ask. How know. many lead singers does it take to screw a light bulb? How just many? one. He just holds the light bulb and the world rotates around him. Uh, oh. How many surrealist oh. painters does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? The fish. <laughs> you should have said blueberries. 
That's the Polish word for blueberries. It's the fish. No, I'm saying that would have just been perfect. It would have been. It would have been the perfect joke. Oh, I'm sorry. If I could turn back time, I would have fixed that joke. Just, that's that's all I'm counseling you to do now. <laughs> Thanks for counseling me. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, I got. Oh yeah, I was going to say about the Interstellar stuff. Um, did you have trouble following Interstellar? Talking about the sound. Oh, I, no, I, I well, I also have that story, but does, go ahead. Does Nolan oh. have a sound issue? Yes. I haven't seen it. Because it's, it's the same with Bane. He's, he's using the I meant it to sound that way excuse. Well, I mean, the Bane thing was like, use that. And you're like, um, huh? I, didn't, I didn't hear what he said. And then Nolan's first response was, well, you don't always have to hear what the villain says. And you're what? Like, uh, and you're like, fuck you, then, bud. Then you like, screwed up. Yeah, why are you having him say stuff, asshole? <laughs> you know, it's his intent. Don't don't know. mind those plot points. <laughs> what? No, but uh, did you say that I win? <laughs> in the, in the uh, I saw Interstellar and IMAX, and uh, we said uh, my favorite spot in at least in our Jordan Commons IMAX is the balcony because it's straight on shot. You know, your peripheral is. It's every you know, yeah. you're immersed into the screen. I saw Pacific Rim in that cubby, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and uh, there were times where I was like, I can't hear a fucking word that really the actors are saying. Now, I, never, I, now, I never had that a is to say there are times where the score, you know, drowns out the, sure. the dialogue. But that and you can say, like, okay, that's intentional. I got right. that. But there are other times where like the bass was so hard. You couldn't hear anything. It was almost like you were in a was the D box seats where like the like, your seats were vibrating. Couldn't hear a fucking word. And so uh, a lot of the critics were complaining in, in our, you know, just local here. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a much, much bigger issue. And it's now not only was it a uh, when, when all the critics in America saw it. Now, I think just like two days ago, all the critics like in Europe are like, what the fuck? Like, mm. I can't hear shit. And this is a Nolan issue, though. I so this, like, this is not his first movie where well, his audio has been so fucked up that people can't. Is hear Is it the movie or is it the movie theater? Because no, I that, go to a lot of it's, movies. It's where not the they're, they're not pumping enough light through. Oh no! Well, you're talking about also like old light bulbs and projectors, and right? Stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, th- and that's what we thought. We're like, hey, because like, I know the Maybe owner of that, theater. not the owner, but the manager of that theater. Uh huh. And we said, hey, like, there's an issue with that that screen. And she goes. They, you know, they just gave us the the stats and whatnot to put all, you know, all, the, you know, to to, to set the mixer and everything. exactly right. And uh, but the fact that the same complaints are coming from different cities across the country okay. and and now even world. Europe, I mean, like it's going across. And here oh, yeah. like, what does no one have fucking hearing aids that aren't working? Like we don't get why this is happening, but it is an issue. So I meant it to sound that way. No, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> so that's what he says. That's, that's like, what he says. You guys, I don't fucking like that guy. Well, after the whole, like, you know, real movies don't have post-credit scenes. You know, I, I like Dark Knight. I like The Dark Knight Returns. I think Inception was a great film. I liked Inter- I loved Interstellar. Yeah. The guy's a douche. Yeah. It's it's the whole, like, Russell Crowe thing. It's the whole, you know, you got to separate I personal think Russell Crowe's a bigger yeah. douche. Yeah. I, I think Nolan's reading his own uh, hype sheets. Yeah. Leaving them. Probably. Probably. Uh, but oh, here's- he made one and a half good Batman movies. I think all- One and a half. I liked all, I liked all of them. But- I'd say at least two and a half. Yeah. I still think that, I mean, and uh, <laughs> Jeff and I would argue Don't about this shit all the time. Shake I think head. The Dark Knight is one of the greatest superhero films of all time. Yes, and yeah. that's one of the one and a half. <laughs> you uh, not like, so which one don't you like? Yeah, I, I well, I should say two because I liked half of the first one and half of the second of the third one, but I really liked the second one a lot. So he made yeah. two good yeah. Batman movies. Yeah. I like the first one, and then the rest yeah. of was kind of mad. I think I think Rises was a little too long, but I, I think maybe Rises you, was a little too. You were uh, you were mad on Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Really? really? Yeah, he's always been that way. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hmm. 
I mean, he he's dumb. I always thought he was <laughs> no. Fuck yeah. And, and I, I mean, I have reasons. I, mean, I always, I always no, thought fine. he was kidding. And I actually, no, no, no I, I we've talked about it many times. Here's, here's the funny thing: is is Shannon and I talked about that movie, and I can agree with him and still enjoy the movie. I can so. I can easily think of like five separate times where Vice and I would argue about. I mean, Vice is like Dark Knight does not hold up, and I'm like, I just watched it yesterday. Yes, it does. You know, but you know, it's it's each his own. It's the way it works. I think the hardest thing for the third Batman movie for me is that I was more interested in Killian Murphy than I was with anything else in that movie. I did want a little bit more. For of the it. three minutes that he was in there? Yes, because what he was doing was amazing. <laughs> yeah, well, what, well, he, but, judging people to die on the ice. I wanted I wanted 40 minutes of just what the Scarecrow <laughs> was doing. I thought that was a great Scarecrow arc for him, though, because yeah. he was he was the half the bad guys in the first one. You yeah. Know? And then he's in he's in Dark Knight just enough, mm-hmm. and then you see where he's gone in in uh, the final one. Yeah, and, and I thought it was a great arc yeah, for the character. Cool. Sure. Anyway, uh, I just felt like I was watching movies uh, by a director who was making a superhero movie, but was ashamed that he was making a superhero movie the whole time. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, then fuck you. Don't make Batman movies yeah, anymore. No, but, it, but would you it, say the same thing about Tim Burton? No. Because Tim Burton always no. was like, well, I don't read comic books. Well, no, but, no, no, but it had I a comic just, book sensibility. I just okay, watched, I I, 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 and I'm kind of livid about it. I just watched the two Tim Burton Batman movies. I just, I just rewatched Netflix. Returns. Okay, Batman Returns, it's getting like three stars on Netflix, right? Yeah. I think that's one of the best superhero movies ever made. It's good. I it's, agree with it, you. Not, I not, forgot how perverted the Penguin is, though. No, oh, no, he's fucking nasty. That movie, the cinematography in that movie is gorgeous. Yeah. It is jaw-droppingly gorgeous. This is Burton in his A-game. This movie, it's a black and white movie for God's sake. There's just splashes of red. Yeah. And it's, it is. He's right. It is an amazing. Well, and you get Christopher Walken. Yeah. Oh, he's so bad. But he's good. a shitbag in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he's great. <laughs> and he gets burned up. I mean, it's Joy it, Buzzer. You got, yeah. It's the 90s. It's There's some shitty stuff in there, but it's just. Well, I remember you know, thinking how dark and grim they were for the 90s, and now I'm watching it and going, wow, this is like the perfect mix between our now, you know, yeah. uber angsty 2000s and the 66 Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cartoony. I, but, I, oh my God, Michael Keaton is so good. He's, he's good, but I mean, the shit they got away with, though. Well, between Penguin and Catwoman. Like to show her my French flipper trick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What <laughs> blew my mind? Like I was yeah. like, it's, it's one of those things. I always laugh at like films I haven't watched in a long time, like since I was a kid. And the one I always go to is a uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, and the scene I always quote is when they're like, "Hey, if you're really us and we're really you, mm-hmm. what number are we thinking of?" Sixty-nine, 69 dude. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I was like, "Ha! They got the right number. That's totally the right <laughs> yeah. people." You know? And I watched it again. I'm like, "Oh, now I fucking." They're, 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 when when Max, Max Shrek goes into the penguin's lair and hands him a fish and says, "Come downstairs, I got a present for you." And they go down the spiral staircase and he shows him his campaign office to run yeah. for mayor. And he bites his nose. And uh, Jan Hooks is there. Yep. And and Jan Hooks is bending over. Oh, the late And he Jan, says, "Well," yeah. and Walken says, "I'm here to help you fill a void." And DeVito looks over at Jan Hooks, who's bending over, and says, like to help her fill her void. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he's always got, like, black shit running and, out well, of and he, does, yeah. he does this entire scene <laughs> with raw fish yeah. Yeah. dripping out of his mouth. It's, I, when I was watching it, I'm, not, it, I'm it, not joking. I, want, I was like, fuck. I wish you could, like, you know, like, bend time and put Danny DeVito's penguin with uh, Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, uh, shit. No, and here's the other awesome. thing. I hated Nicholson's Joker. When that movie came out, yeah. absolutely hated it. I'm watching it this time around, and I'm going, you know what? My problem was with the '89 Batman. 
It's the fact that Warner Brothers made Tim Burton put a print soundtrack in it because it's a terrible soundtrack. Yeah. I like the soundtrack. You'd be nice. Uh, I agree. You know, I, I have no. I have, Patty Patty yeah. I have. I have no Patty problem. Man. I have no problem with Prince. I have every problem with the music in that movie. What makes you feel real? But Nicholson, trust. Nicholson was actually kind of terrifying in that. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's fine. Them gunshot sounds though were fake as fuck. I laughed though because I was watching. <laughs> I I did watch. Uh, I, you know, they sent that um, the Batman sixty six collection. Yeah, I've been watching it. And it's oh, so fucking. I great. want that so bad. Say. Hey, somebody buy that for me out there. Uh, Shane, <laughs> I, can, I can I can help you find it. Um, what's your uh, What's your hold at Doctor Volt? Maybe somebody. Will, I don't think I have one anymore. Maybe someone will magically put it in there for you. Here's, here's the other the other stunning thing about the '89 Batman. Okay, I watched that movie probably 30 times in theaters. Sure. And then when it came out on VHS, I I had I wore it out once and had to buy it a second time on VHS. Nice. Wow. So I've watched this movie probably over 100 times. It's I fun. Have not, I have not seen fun. it in pristine quality since it was in theaters. Yeah. So realizing how many times they actually had to hand animate Batman. So there's an opening scene where he's looking out over the crime alley and there's a lady getting mugged and he turns around. Oh, yeah. It's animated cape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. After however many years forgetting that. Yeah. It's kind of cool just going back and watching it. But the second movie, is, seriously, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, I love it. beautiful but it, movie. But it made me think, though, because you know, I'm watching You start off with the Riddler and I think, you, I think it goes straight maybe to the Joker. But uh, there's a, a gag in... Um, in the Joker one, where he paints uh, like a, a bust, like a statue, uh, a statue bust, to look like the Joker. Mm-hmm. If you remember in yeah. Burton's Batman, he mm-hmm. did that too. He yeah. like paints the little. I was like, oh, it, that has to be a fucking like you know wink. To homage, the, mm-hmm. yeah, homage. <laughs> but yeah, I just it's fun. But yeah, no, I, yeah, going back, Nolan, yeah, he's kind of a douche. But I well, like, I like his movies. He. Uh, he says that there are some uh, voids in the story that need filling, some cracks. Okay. And so he's written an interstellar comic to fill in the backstory. I'm not going to read it. Whoa! I read it the other day. Whoa! It's, it's in, Whoa, um, Mr. Fuck Comic Books wrote a comic book. Yeah. <laughs> well. Fuck you, Christopher Nolan. It's more like a comic pamphlet. It's only yeah. six pages. Yeah. And it's, on, it's in uh, Wired. Is that where it is? Ugh, yeah. yeah. God, that, I hate to me, that just, that, to me, that just screams like, oh, we forgot to film some shit. Well. Put it in pamphlet form. Yeah. The thing with that little comic that he released is it's completely unnecessary. I I disagree with his need that a, a void had to be filled. It, uh, I'd it, like to fill it. It's, void. it's basically <laughs> a, a little bit of backstory about uh, Matt Damon's character. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. But again, I, I don't need that. Yeah, Matt that's what Damon's I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. It's completely. Yeah. It, I thought that's I read it. A secret. I read it and I was like, oh, I didn't need to read that to enjoy Interstellar anymore. Yeah, someone. I, I didn't know that like going into the theater, and then someone's like, "Oh, did you hear that Matt Damon's in it?" And I was like, "No." And then I was like, and then they started talking about the character, and I was like, mm, "It's Matt Damon." Okay, <laughs> I, I know. Yep. And, and like the reveal of him, like you, it, you know, it's, it's the reveal of like, "Oh, you don't know who this guy is." I'm yeah, like, mm, it's fucking Matt Damon. <laughs> Unz- unzip the bag, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Matt Damon. It is um, fucking Matt Damon. The fucking Matt we'll uh, Damon. we'll close with this because this is uh, some fresh meat for you guys. And this is, uh, it's still in the speculative stage, but I'm comfortable enough with the source that I I think that this could be it. Okay. Uh, The Daredevil series for Netflix. Yeah, we've talked about this many times. Yeah, yeah. It's it's getting wrapped up. Thank God. It's going to be out next year on Netflix. In the summer. So the question being, what's the next one that they're going to do? I hope it's Iron Fist. Say Luke Cage. Iron Fist. Luke Cage. Neither of you are correct. Is it going to be the wait, 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 all right, all right, Doctor wait. Strange. Can we get? Can we all get? No, that's two, a movie. Oh yeah. All right. I, I know. Not everyone, everyone, focus. Focus. We need. We need like two more solid guesses. Well, there's only four. I, projects. I know. I know which one it is. Yeah. There's only the four projects that they've optioned. 
Because they're all going to end so in that the, means it's Jessica in a Defenders Jones? movies. But, it's D-Man. It's D-Man. It's got to be D-Man. <laughs> but, but so I, it's, I it's either Luke Cage, Iron Fist, or Jessica Jones. But, but I know. But you know. So Well, then say it. It's, it's Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Okay. <laughs> so really, they're, they're going <laughs> straight from Daredevil to Jessica Jones. Going huh? right to Jessica Jones. I would die with wow. Jessica Jones. Do they, they, there's still no date for Daredevil, is there? Summer. Uh, no, not a release date. They, they've Just said summer. Summer. Next summer. 15. Summer 15. Soon enough. Hmm. Um, but uh, they've narrowed it down here to uh, four actresses that they're looking at for Jessica Jones. And we really do suggest that you go to the comic book store and pick up. It's called Alias. But it's not the Jennifer Garner show. Exactly. So make sure you pick up the right comic. Uh, but read, get the collections, the graphic novel collections. So is that Brubaker? It's Brubaker, yes. Yeah. So the guy, the guy behind Winter Soldier is the guy that, that did the Alias and, comic. And it's well, one of... probably okay. So it's good. one of my favorite series of all yeah. time. It's it is so amazing. Good. It's so good. How many uh, like collections are there of, of the issues? Um, well, I would bet 40? there's four. four. Maybe four. four. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, really good. It's uh, And the art's uh, Alex Maleev. I think that's how you say his name. It's just... Just amazing right? stuff. But, cool. And there's actually, remember there's that one thing where, I mean, her backstory is she's an ex-superhero. Uh, Jessica Jones is. And she had some really bad shit happen to her. She was an Avenger and everything. Yeah. And uh, she quit the superhero biz because uh, the Purple Man fucked her up, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally. Literally. So this means we're getting yeah. the Purple Man in the Marvel we'll Cinematic probably get Universe. The, so, yeah. But there's this cool, remember the, that one issue where uh, it's that super realistic Alex Maleev art and then she's recounting her uh, superhero days mm-hmm. and it's uh, Bagley oh, oh yeah yeah right good so it's drawn they, all in this super comic book they switch art style right oh, in the really? middle of it yeah where, where uh-huh. what was her superhero name it was like Jewel Gem or Jam or, or something yeah. like that it's fucking amazing if you, you haven't read it you should how you, old is it uh, it was early late late ten 90s? years ago. Yeah, yeah eight, late nineties, early thousands. I remember Jeff. Ago. I remember Jeff giving me some oh, yeah. issues of it, and I loved it. Oh, it's like yeah. Do you oh. guys? Do you guys? Do you guys hear that it's not just the uh, not just the kingpin in Daredevil? Uh, they, they've, nope. cast, they've cast Leland Owlsley. Oh yeah, the owl is. In there. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. That fucking owl. And and <laughs> and the owl when he's done right is just about the most disturbing yeah. fucker in comics because well, he'll eat his victims. If if uh, if Marvel could take anything from DC. Would be look at uh, Flash and oh. uh, fucking Captain Boomerang. Yeah, I don't know. Their their first their first reveal that they could do the villain right was was Captain Cold. Fuck yeah! yeah. Oh yeah, that, that villain say. is fucking ridiculous, man. I, mean, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I was like, there's no way they're gonna they, have him in the parka with the fucking they glasses. Did. Nope, they when they did. revealed Cap- they when they revealed yeah. Captain Boomerang at the end of the last episode of yep. Arrow. He was missing one part of his costume. Otherwise, he was right out Wait, of the Did he not have yeah. the big scarf or the He didn't have the white hat. scarf, but he had the poof. Well, he didn't have the hat either, but yeah. he had he had the peacoat. Yeah. And, and, hmm. the, and the razor shirt this, boomerang. I haven't watched it yet. Mm. God damn it, Charlie. So, <laughs> I thought that was Arrow. <laughs> you got to get your wife in line. No, Arrow. He's yeah. my Arrow, buddy. but I had yeah. to have a talk with him. There's a big fucking crossover coming up. Oh, yeah. 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 What about that? down, Charlie. Uh, the Charlie! First, <laughs> the first episode of that crossover is The Flash, and then the next night it concludes on Arrow. That's so cool. No, it's a four part. I thought it was only two. I thought it was only two. It's, I, I think it was it's four. Two. It's, it's two. You're wrong. Oh, good. Because <laughs> that's going to be hard to coordinate with Charlie. So here are the four actresses that they've narrowed down. Oh, to. yeah, that too. For Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't heard much about the series, but uh, they're, they're talking to four different actresses. Now, here's, here's who they are allegedly talking to. Again, this is speculative, but I'm comfortable enough with the source that I and, think this could be right. And, I've, right. Seen, and I've seen it uh, posted like 19 different times. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Ritter from the, the bee and apartment. 
23. Oh, was she in Breaking Bad? The one, yeah. that, was, the one that ODs? Okay. Jesse's yes. girlfriend. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's not see. Bad, not bad. Alexandra Daddario. Scott's uh, going to have to tell us these ones. Uh, Daddario <laughs> was <laughs> in uh, the two Percy Jackson films. She is ridiculous hot. And the latest Texas Chainsaw flick. Oh, she okay. she was in uh, True Detective. She so was she, for a couple she should episodes. be available for yes. very little money. Yeah, uh, I hope it's her. I saw she's Kristen Ritter. Uh, then there is um, oh her, yeah, yeah. I hope it's her. <laughs> Teresa Palmer and Jessica DeGuo. G U O W. Now the wrong choice is obviously Kristen Ritter. I agree. Yep. I, yeah, I'm throwing my hat in the ring for. The, the one whose names I can't say. Uh, Jessica DeGuo. Because she her? looks like her. Because she looks like her. Did you notice what they all... They're all uh, brunette they're and all pale. Brunette and pale, yeah. They're, they're looking for... Um, it's the lipstick. Oh, oh crap. What's the girl... Uh, ah, crap. The, the Twilight chick? Cat Dennings. They're Kat looking Denning. for a Cat Dennings is what yeah, they're looking for. Yeah, that's her. Yo, is that this the, is the one that I think like should Kat do Dennings. it. Now, you've, you've seen her before. She's the Huntress on Arrow. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, she should She should play her. I'm yeah. still sticking She's, with number two. Mm, because if there's something... I, I disagree. I'm going I with think them. she sucks. I'm going with number two. Uh, I, well, I think she's terrible. After seeing the person who played Cupid on the last episode of Arrow, I think there are far worse oh. female actresses you can go with. I oh. think that girl fucking acts circles around that girl. Really? Cupid, that girl who played Cupid is way better than the Huntress. Uh, I Huntress just wanted is to fucking strangle. terrible. She was. You're wrong. Who is the no. third girl? What was her name? Uh, let's see. Uh, the third girl is uh, Teresa Palmer. Teresa. Teresa Palmer. They should put all the money they have to get Kat Dennings so they can pull her from that shitty fucking show she's oh, on now God. and just get rid of two broke girls. No and one, they could, I, no like one, to, I like that. Watch that show. With no the, one's, no one's, oh. no one's going to believe Kat Dennings is a superhero. I'm sorry. Teresa just, Palmer's from I would. Uh, yeah. Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. Would yeah, because like she's got telekinesis that makes my <laughs> penis move every time I see her. Now, they also are talking to two actors who are talking to, which means that the next one they will do will be Luke Cage after that. Because Lee was saying this Black earlier, people. Terry, Terry <laughs> Crews is fighting so Terry hard. Terry Crews is like, please, goddamn it, and it's please. not going to happen. That, I don't want uh, it to. Terry, Terry Crews sent his audition video of the time that he was wired up with electrodes to play music. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah! see what I can do. I'm a superhero. Blah, 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 it is blah, blah, blah. just not going to happen, can, Terry. I'm sorry. Can I uh, a side note real fast? Because we were talking about this on the drive up. Um, I decided because after three episodes of watching Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done. I don't, I don't want to really? watch it. Really? I, I, I still I, can't. Get I didn't it. like it. I was like, I'm just over it. And I didn't. This was like right when they first aired, about four or five days ago. I was uh, on Hulu Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it another shot. I, have I will watched say, that from the beginning, and I think it is hilarious. I will say, f- since four days ago, I'm completely caught up with Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've watched every right? single episode. I think it's fucking hilarious. It's so now. funny. I think it got better once we decided not to make everything about um, Andy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. Oh yeah, I think Andy Samberg is the worst thing on that show. I, and I wrote uh, that in my original review, and I continue to believe that it's true. And, Actually, and I um, like the show. I like the show a lot, but I like. I think he's the weakest part of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, so, Terry Crews is fantastic, oh, and then the so guy who plays Boyle is good. Boyle is so, hilarious. So why are you but, against? And then why are you against Terry Crews playing Luke Cage? Then because he's not a good actor. Well, he's funny, but what if I, he is a good actor? And he just has he's the not. Part yet. I've seen him in. I mean, not that these are <laughs> Oscar-worthy films well, or anything. Yeah. He was but awesome in White Chicks. The Expendables. <laughs> he's a fucking I idiot. Seem to, I seem to recall you guys saying Dave Batista couldn't act. That's bullshit. No, I didn't. I did. I seem to recall this guy saying I did. But because when I saw uh, it was when I saw and, Riddick, I go, "Yep, 
I oh, yeah. see him doing. I, he was good in Riddick. I, he was good in Riddick. Bautista, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying that the stuff they gave him to do in Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't hard. All right. <laughs> it was. It kind of. No, wait a minute. Come on, Carrie. All right. Because the fact that they. He's a, he's a guy who doesn't get metaphors. I mean, he. No, yeah, but he did Drax was. Wait, okay. Because I will disagree. When he's talking about how his, his entire family was slaughtered. While he was playing his Draxophone. Yeah, I mean. Like, <laughs> Shut Draxophone. <up>. All right. <laughs> So fucking Doctor Seuss over there. Okay, now wait a second. You guys are you guys are laughing, but the original origin of Drax the Destroyer, he was a saxophone player in the village when Thanos burst out of the ground and killed everybody in the area. And so the joke is in the Lego Marvel uh, game, he's playing his Draxophone when when Thanos shows Get up. Get the fuck out! I'm dead serious. No. But yeah, he was a sa- how he was- can you be our spiritual advisor when you lie so much? I'm not lying. You lied. You I'm got- not lying. Look up the origin of Drax. I'm gonna fucking do it right now. Sac- you sac- sac- shit. If you're if you're telling the truth, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, I can't tell me. if you are. Mm-hmm. I will put twenty dollars down in Guardians Two that Drax plays a saxophone, and I will take his twenty dollars and steal it from his. You, you're doing what with twenty bucks and how? If they actually show him playing a saxophone in Guardians 2. Oh, yeah. They, they have to. All right. <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. He's a bullshit. All right. He doesn't even seem like the type of dude that likes music. All right. Uh, All right, kittens. Back, he back and he's the, human. He doesn't understand music. Back in the back in the corral, kittens. <laughs> we got yeah. to wrap this up. Fucking talk about it. Here, here's another reason why it's not going to be Terry Crews. Oh. If you look at the people that oh, they're shit. looking to cast her. <laughs> no! No! I, I didn't even know that like, my... I put Drax the Destroyer and then S.A. What's the first suggestion? Saxophone. <laughs> because it's in the Lego game. No, it's true. It's not non-canon, true. It's true. Non-canon. No, it's canon. It is not true. Oh, I'll, no, I'm re- I'll research it. Do- you keep doing your thing. Okay. Fuck can you this. wait till I get done? Yeah. <laughs> and then you can tell me, okay? Okay. Or do sure. you have it? No, I don't fucking have it. Okay. Then you ain't got shit. All right. <laughs> Quote my father. So just quickly, if you just look at the age of the actors that they're looking to cast, there's no way Terry Crews is going to be. Is he so who, who, who are they Because he's at? much older. Uh, they're, they're looking at a couple of younger people, and these are TV, uh, some TV actors there, Scott. So Jay you got to... <laughs> I, I I would immediately support. I'd it. say Damon Wayans Jr. Um, top of the list so far. <laughs> if you could see Jay's face right now, <laughs> is um, Lance Gross from Crisis and The Good Wife, uh, or no? Uh, and Mike Coulter from The Following is who they're looking at. Very young, and they look good. Hmm. Are so they are they big like Luke Cage? Yeah, they, that guy's pretty big. That guy's pretty big. Yeah, he yeah. is pretty big. Yeah. So. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, it. I think he's too old for it. Yeah, and he Cruz, doesn't have Terry, that. Terry Crews is too old. I say Mufasa is too old. Plus, he's he's too busy doing uh, Millionaire now. He's Man, got, he's got a lot on his plate. He's got that. He's got Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. Any movie appearances he does? Yeah. All right. So sorry, sorry, Terry. Uh, so, Bio, Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer. Okay. <clears throat> a former saxophonist. Oh my god. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. A former saxophonist, Arthur Sam- Arthur Sampson, Art Douglas, and his family were killed by the Titanian or Turtle Thanos while driving across the Mojave Desert. That, Kronos, uh, that I do know. I did not know he was a saxophonist. Though. Kronos recovered Douglas's astral form and used it to create a superhuman warrior for the purpose of defeating Thanos. And Thanos also abducted his daughter, and she's Moondragon. Yeah. And now she's a famous jazz musician. <laughs> <laughs> you see, 
I can help you if with I'm your... gonna create a fucking superhuman killing machine, I want the astral form of a fucking saxophonist. <laughs> Nobody with the crueler heart than saxophonist. I so yeah, there there there's me somebody with great circular breathing. So there is there is a uh, there is a mission in the Lego Marvel game where you have to go find his draxophone for him. Oh, Holy man. shit! I, my mind is blown. I, I always think you're saying. lying. Now I have to rethink my whole life. <laughs> the whole life. <laughs> I can help you with your. My favorite, one of my favorite current jazz musicians is Boney James, and now you fucking ruined it for me because now no. if he's not if he's not green playing a saxophone. Okay, but here's here's my favorite thing is Boney Jimmy James. Jimmy Jimmy now James has Jimmy now awesome. has a twenty dollar bet that Drax is going to be playing the saxophone in Guardians too. A group will dance to it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this mu- this musical instrument. Uh, I just don't see. He's going to play know. "Careless Whisper." Not going to happen. With James Gunn directing, you don't see this. I just not. No. <laughs> I think Star Lord and Gamora are going to dance to it. Ooh, yeah. He'll do, he'll he'll do sorcery. Yep. I think, I like think he's going to make uh, Chris Pratt will make him learn the riff from Careless Whisper. Yep. No, yep. I think it went from you belong to the city. He'll learn. He'll learn Footloose. I think the most you're going to see, he's going to walk by a saxophone and pick it up and look at it for a minute and then put it back down. That's, that's the probably, most. That's, that's the most no, you're going to see. What you'll see, or or maybe Kenny G will just show up, or <laughs> Boney James, or whatever. If know. Kenny G could be in the collector's, you know, cages, that would be. There you go. Perfect. All so right. now that I've established that some of my That's, lies are truths. I bet Kenny G would get big good head. Oh <laughs> 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 <Kenny>, wait. <laughs> I'd say uh, I'd say between Kenny G and Chuck Mangione. You know. Remember because he did that thing? Kenny G has the um the world the Guinness World Record for like holding the longest note. What does that have to do with sucking dick? <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's, it's the it, George Michael record. No, don't, <laughs> a, dude doesn't uh, need to breathe. You'd be good at, that's really what the good. nose is for. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. You assume that if you're good at saxophones, you're good at flutes too. Oh no, the, well, the, the, skin hey, flutes. Hey, <laughs> shut the fuck up, George. Hey, this is George. You, you can shut up. Hold on. What is that, Kenny G? Have we have we just assumed that it's Kenny G playing the saxophone on that George Michael? Oh, he song? plays. Yeah, he oh, I plays. Don't, don't matter. I always assume it's Kenny G. Do y'all hear this shit? He's speaking on our soul right now. He's so hard. He's actually the universal saxophonist. Even if it's somebody else playing it, it's Kenny G playing through right. his soul. Interesting. Uh, let's wrap this up. What do you What do you got for us? All right. Uh, well, uh, some movie like theatrical movie reviews, okay. real fast. Um, let's see. So we're this is on Monday. So there's a lot of things with the Thanksgiving weekend coming up. There are things are coming out on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talked about um, what we talked about earlier. God damn it! Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Uh, there's so many things coming out. Uh, uh, Horrible Bosses Two is coming out. How was it? Uh, you know, it starts slow. Are you embargoed? No, I'm, okay. I'm I'm saying it right now. You're Jimmy Martin, damn it! <laughs> say what no, you want. It, it starts slow because, it, but this is where I will give them points. They didn't just uh, like we said, Hunger Games or not Hunger Games, uh, Hangover. It where they just cross off Vegas and write Thailand. Mm-hmm. Like they made a whole new story where there is the three guys who now decide to become their own bosses, make a thing called a shower buddy, and they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna make millions off this thing. And uh, it's not a soapy washcloth by any chance, is it? <laughs> it's all fucking lose kinda, my mind. I, I will, yeah, I will fucking it's leave. It's not. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Chris Pine, good old Captain Kirk, uh, says he's interested, wants to buy all the rights from him. And they're like, well, no, we kind of want to remain in business partner. You know, we want to hold hold true to the to the product. Um, so then his dad comes in, played by Christoph Waltz, and says, I'll make a deal with you. You know, we'll we'll do this. We'll make a lot of money together. Turns out that he just wanted to fuck him over, and basically makes uh, makes him foreclose on their loan and, and whatnot, and and completely fucks him. So he's like, you know, what? the only way we're going to get our money back is if we kidnap Chris Pine. 
and make his dad pay for him. And that's it goes on a lot more than that, but like there's like I say, it starts off slow, but it, by the end of the film, it's funnier than shit. And uh, Jamie Foxx's character, which motherfucker Jones, motherfucker Jones, which is <laughs> you know, and I, and I did I did get to go on the on, on I went on the junket for this one, and I was like, I wish Jamie Foxx had been there because my one question I was going to ask him was, what are your parents more proud of that you got to play Ray Charles or motherfucker Jones? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I love the backstory of Motherfucker Jones. Yes. Um, so uh, he's good, but the 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 person to come out and shine in this film is Jennifer Aniston because if you thought she was dirty in that first one, yeah, holy shit, I'm not gonna be able to take it. So on no, a scale of like, it, it's like borderline porn. Oh my that god, that comes out of her fucking wow. mouth. Ah. It's it. She's if you thought uh uh was it Ra- the Rachel from Friends is dead? Oh, she fucking hammers her right into the ground. Like it's just. <laughs> It's fucking like, like, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, what are you fucking saying? So uh, it's funny, though. Like I said, it, it takes some time to get there. I'm not sure if I like it more than the original. It's it's completely different from the original, so I'll give them points for that one. But uh, I think I'm probably giving it about two and a half. Right. Two and a half stars. Two and a half. Yeah. Nice. All right. Not, not, nice. not crazy. Could I jerk off to the Jennifer Aniston audio? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, you could. That's all, all right. I need to That's know. That's all you need to know. Three and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. The other one coming out. Um, I, we talked about the theory of everything last week, but it's a Stephen Hawking film. Yeah. Uh, it It's uh, Eddie Redmayne and who I know, <laughs> Shannon, Shannon loves his name. I do Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Felicity Jones. But uh, just to, to sum it up, yeah, he's fantastic in it. And I think it's one of those performances that will get him a nomination. Um, you know, I've, I've watched more films that are being considered for, uh, you know, consideration kind of thing, and I'm not seeing five guys that are that are better than him. So I think he'll get nominated. Uh, but his performance is fantastic. The story's great. Uh, so there's that one. So if if you're into Stephen Hawking, check it out. Um, and then I think the last one is uh, Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> now here's the thing. I saw this trailer. Wasn't excited to go through it. When I walked out of it, they said, what'd you think? And I said, this is the best Madagascar film I've ever seen. Hmm. Oh, oh yeah, all the Madagascar films. Okay. The first one okay. was pretty good. You know, it's a solid film. You know, it's just kind of kids. But the second, third one, we're like, Jesus, shut up. Yeah. Like, this is just getting awful. Give it up. But this one is really... I mean, I, I, it was me, Sean Means, my buddy Brooks. And we, were, we were laughing hysterically through this whole thing. And this is how... I love when a film, in the first five minutes, you're like... Someone knows what they're doing. Someone knows like where this is supposed to go. And the, the first thing that came to my mind was dread. When the the homeless guy gets hit by the van, you're like, "Fuck, yeah. <laughs> they're going for it." Like yeah. they're like they know what they're they get, they know what they have and they're going for it. This one, the film, you know, starts up. It's a great, uh, beautiful uh, animated picture of like the of uh, Antarctica where they are, and all of a sudden you hear a voice, and it's like the penguins of Madagascar are very good. You start realizing it's it's Werner Herzog. <laughs> what? It's, he's the narrator of he's this the narrator documentary at the very beginning and we're like every film crew was like oh fuck you you got Werner Herzog to jump in on this shit and he's like so look at the penguins there. I mean and it's him you know and then if you don't know Werner Herzog's voice imagine the red skull from Captain America exactly because that's the impression that he was doing yeah. it's Werner Herzog and so uh, so then the, you know they kind of introduced the characters a little bit and then uh, they're like are we really special birds they're like yeah why do uh, of course we are. Why do you think there's always documentary crews around us? And the camera pans back. There's like a guy with a boom mic and like two guys with cameras. And, like, and then Werner Herzog keeps talking like that, you know? And I'm like, shit, these guys know what they're doing. They know exactly what they have. Well, you know, it was briefly a TV show. 
Uh, oh, was the it? Penguins had their own little TV cartoons, and they were quite funny. They're like a little spy team. Yeah. And, and the story is is that uh, this octopus, I love it, uh, uh, Dr. Brine is his name, <laughs> but his, his, he was like, but my real name is Dave. And they're like, what? <laughs> but, uh, and his whole, the, I mean, and again, it's a kid's movie, so the whole uh, plot is that Dave is pissed off because every time he was in the, in the exhibit at a, at a zoo, the penguin, any penguin would come in and they would be the cute ones and he was the monster. So he wants to turn all penguins into monsters. I mean, simple plot, whatever. Okay. But the shit is, I mean, there is, there's so much in there for adults to enjoy and it's just, it's fun, it's goofy. Um, I walked out just going, that's not at all what I expected. So I'm giving it three. Wow. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Very fun. There you go. Uh, games? Well, there's also DVD oh, release. Oh, yeah, DVDs real fast. Yeah, those? There's not a lot. Uh, speaking of Terry Crews, if you want to see him doing his acting best. Well, actually, they kind of took him out of this one. It was The Expendables 3. Oh, yeah. He gets shot at the very beginning, so he comes back. It's fine. He's not oh, dead. Oh, good. Uh, Pierce Brosnan tries to be James Bond again, but not <laughs> in good form in November Man. Uh, Jeff Bridges was in The Giver, which I didn't see, but everybody said it was awful. So yeah, it's I didn't think sad it was that because bad. it's based off of one of the most influential young adult books yeah. ever written. Well, and it's kind mm. of like the uh, one of the inventors of like dystopian, yeah, kind of Lois Lowry, uh, kind of what you're, everything you're getting right now. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't hear good things. Uh, I liked it. Another one I didn't see, but I really want to watch it. It was um, Daniel Radcliffe in a movie called What If. Mm. I've heard great things about it. Uh, Tootsie is now a Criterion. I love that movie on Criterion now. Yeah. Wow. Criterion Blu-ray. So they scrubbed it and made it look pretty again. Love that movie. Uh, one of my favorite, before this, was it Haunted House movies and all that shit with the Waynes Brothers? Yeah. They used to do some pretty funny parody films. I'm going to get you, sucker. Sucker, please tell me it's one. That's Well, that's not this one. Damn it. The one I liked is Don't Be a Menace to South Central While I'll Drinking drink your, your Juice in the, in the Hood. hood. <laughs> is now on Blu-ray. Classic. I think I'm going to get you, sucker. Classic. I'm going to get you, sucker, maybe one of the best parody movies ever made. That, it's, I liked it's a fantastic it. film. I liked it. Uh, Adventure Time, uh, uh, Finn the Human is now out. So good. Carrie, you'll be excited because Mystery Science Theater 3000, the Turkey Day Collection, is now out. So I, think it's, I think it's all their Thanksgiving episodes. Oh, because they've done, they used to do a Thanksgiving episode every year. Yep. Oh, yay. Okay. And then a fantastic show on Comedy Central, uh, Drunk History Season 1 so and 2. I love that show. Yes. So good. Because it's funny as hell and... You learn shit. You do learn shit. It's not made up shit. It's they, funny. They, it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the people doing the reenactments are hysterical. Yes. It's good. And then, uh, I got to say one last thing. Sorry. Uh, just because uh, a friend of ours and a listener named Isaac, I don't we want to say his last name or not. He may not want it out there. Yeah. Um, Hayes. Isaac Hayes. <laughs> Isaac Hayes. Well, he's dead. No. Oh. <laughs> Different scientologist um, too. I, I got to give him credit because maybe a few months ago we put out a request to uh, put all the big movie mouth off episodes that involved Jeff uh, on there to give to Zelda, his mom, because she'd never seen it. She, she thought she had not seen it. She thought he was making it up. That's what I thought was funny. Like she was like, "Oh, I just thought it was his, his excuse to get out of the house." Like, no, <laughs> that's real. No, there's hundreds of episodes with your son on it. So uh, he has given me, gosh, maybe five, six DVDs or yep. Blu-rays, whatever they are, uh, with all the episodes with Jeff on it. And so I'm going to get that to Zelda. That's awesome. As soon That's as possible. Nice. Yeah, so thank you so much, Isaac, thank for that. Thank you, sir. That's a fantastic Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. That is. Yes. Uh, games? Uh, it, it's Thanksgiving, so they're not putting anything out this oh, week. Oh, they, they don't need to. I wouldn't, nope. I wouldn't put anything out against uh, Warlords of Drenar. 
Is that, new, I thought that was last week. Was it was last Smash. week. Okay, but yeah. It's gonna be the the 10th anniversary That's expansion thing. for World of Warcraft is probably gonna dominate the game scene if, for a while. If you want to buy a game right now, you have ridiculous options. There is Warlords of Draenor. There's Dragon Age Inquisition. There's Smash Brothers on the Wii U. There's I've heard that. It's really good. I, I'm mine's in the mail. It should be here on Monday. <laughs> Loki oh, Smash Brothers. Recommend. Yeah, Smash Brothers on is Wii that U. This week it, uh, came out on Friday. Last I Friday. Need, I need to get that. And then uh, what else? Have you, Far Cry Four just came the out. New Assassin's Creed uh, the games. new Assassin's Creed two of them. Yeah, came and out. here's the thing with Unity, you you can go on Assassin's Creed Unity on YouTube and watch some of the most hilarious glitches oh, you'll there, ever see. There there are so many bugs in but that game. But when the game is not glitching, it looks beautiful. It is the most jaw droppingly beautiful game yep. I've ever seen. Mm, there are know. tons of games to go out and buy right now. They're that are good games. So oh, if you got me interested, this week. I'm, I've been uh, guys at Blizzard sent me a promotional code to play Warlords of Draenor for a while. And, uh, Did you have to wait nine hours to get on the server? No, went really? right through. But here's the thing. Uh, you got me playing World of Warcraft and having fun again. Well, I read <laughs> I read last week that uh, their subscription base is over 10 million again. Yep. Due to this release. Long, long it was time, down to about 6 million a few yep, months ago. They reworked everything. Yeah. So leveling up through that game is a whole new experience again. So congratulations. You guys made a viable game out of Getting it. Getting ready for the movie. Yep. No. The movie I think you may actually ready. have a video game movie that's good. Hope that that's, yeah. that's something I was going to say earlier, though, well, is that we, we've always needed the right director for a video game yeah. movie. It yeah. can be done. I, well, I mean, when you thought, I mean, like, I was thinking when you said about the comic book things, it's like, well, the first one that made an impact like it did was either Iron Man or maybe X-Men. Oh, the first the first Christopher Reeve Superman movie was really the first viable superhero yeah, movie. Yeah, but then there was a big lull after yeah. the first yeah. two Batman. Yeah. And it came back with X-Men, I think. Yeah. All right, let's uh, wrap things up, if you don't mind. Anyone else uh, got anything they want to pitch slash plug before we I think pull the plug on this thing? Ain't loyal. At, the, uh, <laughs> at the end of this episode, we're going to uh, put the, uh, the two uh, interviews with, ones with Jason Sudeikis, Jason Bateman, and Charlie Day from Horrible oh, Bosses 2. so right after this. Yep. yep. And, then, uh, and then Jennifer Aniston as well, with her filthy, filthy mouth. And the, and mm-hmm. these these are uh, the majority of the. You couldn't air these on channel two. We, uh, as we record this, I aired it this morning. Uh, a four minute interview turned into a one minute fifty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so all, the, all the good shit you're going to hear next. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> They're dirty, dirty boys. That's what they are. So stay tuned right after this, Mr. B. Uh, well, I just got to say I'm going to believe whatever Lee George Cade has to say about more ham from. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. <laughs> Mouthful, pretty good. Going. good. Uh, he's what? just honestly, he's just adjusting just the dentures. Just chewing in. <laughs> just my tongue. He's, he's, just, he's just adjusting the dentures. Oh, no. Grandpa over here. <laughs> and Push get your teeth Dimes. in and let's go. <laughs> just press well, on the eyes. Just get your teeth in and let's do it's this. Good seeing you guys. So, you know, with, with comedies like this and sequels, you always have that, you know... In, you know, inspiration to live up to the to the original one. Yeah. You know, were there any fears of, of doing that, or you know, what brought you in to, to want to do it again? You know, I always say if, if you can reach the level of Mannequin Two, then you're yeah. good. You're good to go. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. I, I don't remember Mannequin Two. Was I do not remember Mannequin One. You weren't in Mannequin Two. <laughs> no. <laughs> Three callbacks. From you weren't the, the yeah. No, so close. No, we, we though, were right? very uh, very keen on having it be at least as good as the first one. Sure. Otherwise. Uh, we we would have been embarrassed, and and I, th- I think we we, uh, if I do say so, the uh, the guys uh, after we were done working on the film, the guys in post really made this thing even better than the first. Yeah, mm. yeah, cool. Uh, you know, you want it to be uh, at least as good as, as the first. You hope that the script you have 
is getting you there, if not even better, and then you just got to hope that it all comes together. You know, one of my uh, favorite comedians of all time, George Carlin, Thank said you. that oh. you can joke oh. about anything. <laughs> right? oh. You can joke about anything. There's nothing, you know, that you can withhold from. Do you as guys long believe as you in have that? a ponytail, right? Wasn't that the... Or that no, wasn't the... That wasn't he, had the was Bobcat. he had a ponytail. Yeah, no, he had a ponytail. He had a ponytail, on. right? Yeah. <laughs> Ended up killing him. Do you guys... Uh, well, what about the rape, the rape comparison, right? And you say yesterday, uh, George, or no, it was uh, Anthony said, yeah, George Cusack, oh, you can't joke about rape? Imagine Porky Pig uh, raping, raping Elmer, uh, Fudd. Elmer Fudd. And everyone laughs, you see? <laughs> yeah. That's Carl, that's your Except buddy. Like that's one Carl. guy in the yeah. audience yeah. who looks like Elmer Fudd is like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that <Yeah>. is funny. <laughs> well, the one guy had been raped by a pig. <laughs> <laughs> Did not find it amusing at all. He's like, oh, pig rape's funny? <laughs> Come you know, to my farm. All, uh, all, all three of you are, are dads, uh, yeah. some, some more recent than others. Congratulations. First, what would you like to tell parents who decide to bring their babies to your film uh, on opening night? They're not free. <laughs> the yeah. ba babies yeah. aren't free. Babies. They, you have to make sure they buy a ticket to it. Yeah. It's not an airplane. Unless the cord is still connected. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, you got to slide that cord, on that that's, uh, or, they're, you know, or they're in SAG. not saying they have to pay <laughs> full there. price, but you got to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, 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 probably, I'd probably discourage it on the, unless they are, you know, um, you know, not teething or something. You don't want them crying over punchlines. <laughs> you don't want them just plopping plot points. Playing with your iPhone, making mm. all that light. Yeah. And shaky know. toys. And for someone who's dabbling in the idea of being a father, are there any fatherly advice you can deliver this way to a... Condoms. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't use them. Right. Yeah. Avoid, if you're looking to be a dad... <laughs> yeah. You gotta stop not, using the condoms. Don't, don't use, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's, and, yeah. um... Yeah, yeah and, and then you're, you're not gonna want to pull out. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect advice. I've got more. Leave them in yeah, there. Leave, leave them in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. See it through. Have her proper knees up when you're done. Yeah. I think I'm going to be a dad in no time. Yeah, that, there like, you go. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> oh, and get a girl. And get a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? It's going great. Great? <laughs> you know, I, I'm watching this film, and wow, there are some things that come out of your mouth that... I was shocked by. Really? Well, you know, like, uh, in the first one, you know, it was like, okay, she's getting a little dirty, but this one, it's, you amped it up to 11. Did I? <laughs> Just a little. What shocked you the most? I don't even know if I can say it. You well, know, can't I, you get bleeped or something? You said in the first film that, you know, when you went with Charlie Day, you just met him. It's kind of awkward doing yes, that kind of stuff. Yes, and then I had to straddle him. Yeah, and then you had to straddle him. But now you, you've known Jason Bateman for Over, decades. Yeah. And is it harder doing something with somebody who's, you know, almost like a brother like to a you? Like a brother, yeah. exactly. I was saying that that, uh, that earlier, he's like a brother to me. I've yeah. known him for over 20 years. His wife is one of my best friends. Sure. And so, and he's, it's like a brother. Yeah. And, and so, but that actually, within the first take, we just started to have so much fun. It was fun. Because the more he, the more <laughs> crazy I got, the more uncomfortable he got. Which yeah. Which just lent itself to the movie. <laughs> you know, everybody obviously knows he has this bubbly personality, but this character lets you kind of be more assertive, more dominant, you know, just mm. kind of aggressive. All the things that I would love to be. Right? You could do that. Uh. Just like slap you around. <laughs> tell you what to do. Sure, go right ahead. Scare the shit out of you. <laughs> That's me. Can you, were you channeling somebody? Or like, you know, like your good friend I uh, must Chelsea have been Handler? I I was wondering. I, I saw some of that. I did this before I knew. Ch uh, wait, did I? No, nope, I knew Chelsea. Yeah. I just know it. This not Chelsea. It's hardly Chelsea. <laughs> the mouth is a little it? bit is the the, 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 the vocabulary. <laughs> no, I think I was channeling. I must have been channeling women throughout the deck, the the days, the years that I have witnessed, observed, and and then through. The, that language in that language in her mouth. Yeah, <laughs> in her mouth that dispews out. Yeah, well, because she's not. To, I mean, to her, she's just talking about like what's what's happening today. Just, just and what, what do you 
what do you want for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> With a bunch more vocabulary than sure, that. Sure. <laughs> but she would describe yeah. what she wants to actually do to you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's very matter of fact. We actually share a birthday. So, like, not you and I, but me and Chelsea. So, I've always wanted to have a drink with her. One oh, time. you do? Yeah. So well, you should crash her party. I should do it sometime. <laughs> um, uh, you know, this is actually the fourth time Jason Sudeikis has pined for you on screen. And so, is that. Is it, I swear it's like in his contract now that, that he has to, because it's uh, Bounty Hunter. Bounty Hunter. First one of this one, one, second one, and we're Millers. the Millers. Wow. I, I think it's, you might want to notify somebody that. That's I right. I think he's following you around. He might be following me. Look at these, <laughs> he's only binoculars, isn't he? This is he's getting, right there. This is really creepy, <laughs> now that I think of that. Yeah. Just watch out for that. I will. <laughs> but thank you so much for a fun uh, fun role. And, uh, I said, keep being raunchy, it's fun. I'll keep, hey, you got it. <laughs> thank Whatever you so you much. Thank you.